talk to you let me talk to yeah it's, that's pretty good it was all right yeah oh you guys oh hey i didn't see you there we were just uh, having promo class here having right? a promo class and um you know right here in the humble abode yes of right the one here. and only hip-hop hybrid only one in existence check that asterisk mm-hmm. we are right here at the doctor's office for another awesome episode week of, yeah week of wrestling man and a, and a great episode of Quincy Jones Show. I am your yeah. host, Quincy Jones. Go to my right, the best damn tag team partner, Mr. 18K. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You know what it is, man. Yeah, we're a three-year-plus uh, um, uh, podcast now, are we not? We are, man. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm sorry I didn't spend any money on any of these cameos to let y'all know to make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it meant something to me. And thank y'all for shouting, you know, repping with us. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? Holding us down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Early. You Early. Know? As you should. That's all. But you know what? Let's get right into it because uh, we're jam-packed. We say it a lot. We say this a lot. We've even tried to fix our format this episode to try to make it a little bit more digestible for you. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Let's get right into it. We got news. Uh, yes, a little bit do. of everything. We yeah. got a hell of a, a bag of potpourri, if you will, when it comes <laughs> to the wrestling week. Uh, let's start with, uh, I guess, unaffiliated. Yes. People that are just... Uh, Free agents, if you will. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I get what you're. I get what you're going with this. So, you know, one of the things, obviously, being uh, twin brothers, we've always been very big fans of tag team wrestling. And uh, this is I exactly mean, where we're going, man. I mean, tag teams, very big. Uh, you know, uh, placeholders in the history of wrestling, and uh, there have been very great tag teams that have come and gone. Some of them aren't always presented the best, and that's where we're going with AOP, the authors of Pain. Uh, you know, I know one of them was uh, injury ridden. Uh, once they got to the main roster, and then you didn't really see them anymore, and then they eventually got released. Uh, I think might have been not last year, but the uh, or the uh, the original Black Wednesday it might have been. But uh, yeah, a couple of updates uh, as they kind of made news. I think uh, might have been a week ago, uh, as it was reported they may have been retired because yeah, they, uh, yeah, I heard indie this. promotion had reached out, uh, you know, trying to figure out how they can go about maybe booking them for an event. And uh, whoever was representing them or, you know, whoever they reached out to had said, hey, you know, I the word is they've retired. But since then, uh, Akum himself has actually taken to Twitter, posted a photo, uh, and I think it's probably an older photo, of them uh, them being AOP, him and Razor, uh, in suits at the PC with Paul Ellering, uh, you know, the manager, which was curiously dropped once they got to the main roster, maybe maybe for travel reasons, who knows. I mean, but, I remember um, I told y'all that, too. I was like, I don't think he's, you know, yeah. just just not, nothing against Ellering. I was like, I don't know if he's going to be able to make that travel. Well, that's the th- I feel like that hurt the presentation, because then, remember, he got kind of... They need kinda, someone to speak for him, yeah. Yeah, because Drake Maverick came in at the time, and God. it wasn't bad, but once he put on the gear with him, it just wasn't a good look, you know? And I don't I don't know if I would have wanted Ellering to do that, but I. Uh, but he did tweet this photo out, and he wrote, "Ain't done yet, bitches," <laughs> and he tagged Paul Ellering and Razor. And not too long after, Razor kind of posted a very similar uh, tweet. So it's curious to see if maybe they are uh, actually on the active side of things, not retired. And uh, curiously, I know you kind of had a uh, little 
update on that. Yeah, you know, I can't help you just because my mind was racing. You were talking about Drake Maverick. I'm like, yeah, why was he doing the GM thing? And then also, like, moonlighting as their manager. I'm like, he yeah. should have just made him the, the GM for Raw. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because you think about it, he's small. They're big. No one's going to challenge his word. No. Yeah. It would have been yeah. way easier than having to explain who he is on two different shows every single time. Exactly. Uh, but I digress because we do have a little bit of uh, details regarding the AOP because, you know, obviously when they were released, a lot of people were kind of like scratching their head. Um, I, yeah, because they're the size that you would think is desired by Vince. I mean, sure. you know, I think everyone but uh, QT Marshall was scratching <laughs> their head because I know he had some words uh, regarding them in the past. Oh, uh, during is that his, right? Well, he... Very shortly, he spent some time in NXT as, as a jobber. Um, oh, that's right. They were paying and some people to come in, you know, take yeah. these these fall, the, these squash matches, and he had just came back from a neck injury, yeah. and I think one of them had hurt somebody, and he was like, nah. Yeah, gotcha. that's right. I forgot I'm about not that doing. And they, they were like, dude, you're going to lose your pay. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, a lot of people were wondering, you know, they were like, oh, those guys, like you said, quintessential size, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, industry standard, you know, mm-hmm. a, a promoter's dream. A lot of people that they would end up somewhere, but it's noted that from a few companies, uh, they lodged some inquiries about possibly bringing in AOP. Uh, feelers, re- feelers were reportedly sent to a handful of uh, promotions, including New Japan and AEW. New Japan, oh my right? god, that we talked about that before. I think back then when they got released, but they would wreck shop in New Japan. I mean, on some, I'm not calling them the Road Warriors, but the way that the yeah, Road Warriors very, worked. Yeah, because that's what they should have been like. Yeah, they should have been presenters. Like, yeah. like all these, yeah, dude. Killers, uh, man. Uh, all Elite Management uh, were unsure if Akam and Razor would make a good fit for the company, but the door was left open to doing potential business down the line. Mm-hmm. Whereas with New Japan, it was uh, they were not onboarding new talent at the time, and the report stated that the budget to pull off that kind of signing was nowhere near the required limit. Yeah, I mean... Who knows what they were getting paid when, once they made main roster, but with their size and what they can do, and I mean, I would think, I won't say they're a pretty penny, but as a tag team tandem, I'm sure that's kind of a price tag. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they land in this landscape of ever-changing wrestling, my friend. I mean, and you know, I guess more on, on the, I mean, we can get on still on the, the whole vein of the free agents and, you know, yeah. active and inactive. I thought it was worth noting, you know, I got several little stuff to pepper in. The... Uh, the old MJ no longer exists, says the new MJ, and that MJ is Marty Jannetty. Wow. Marty Jannetty has finally gotten his ankles fixed, mm. and he's in good spirits. And if you guys know about the ankle, I've seen it. It's gnarly. Gnarly. But, yeah, yeah it, it's something that's been plaguing him for years. Finally got it fixed. I just thought it was worth, you know, throwing that out there because, I mean, geez, man. Did MJ break him? The, 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 the original MJ. I mean, he, he, <laughs> no. he says, he basically says he wants to introduce everyone to the quote, the new MJ is what he says. Oh, okay. Uh, the old MJ no longer exists. Now older, much wiser, and more determined than ever. You may not believe this. New MJ is the same person as the last one. <laughs> there um, it is. Going but, right yeah, there. it says, you know, obviously the positive being it, it uh, certainly helped him clean up the mess he's made for the past 15 years trying to self-medicate to, to cope with the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, wishing definitely, you know, uh, Marty some luck, uh, you know, just good wishes out there. I mean, I, anyone that, that's ever put their body in the line of this business, oh, I, I hate hearing that they're, they're not doing well. But um, And I guess, you know, in the vein of not people not doing so well, and I hate to bring up the, this uh, kind of downer of news, worth noting, though, uh, former TNA and Impact Wrestling from, uh, broadcaster uh, and Times promoter, we see him all the time at StarCast, Don West. Yeah. Uh, has announced that he has been uh, recently diagnosed with uh, brain lymphoma. 
Wow. Uh, he is immediately entering treatment for it. Um, he has said that, uh, you know, Don West, <laughs> this is what I love. Hello, everybody. Don West here to tell you, and this is his letter. I'm like, you are still, you know, bless your heart. You're still doing, you know, doing mm-hmm. the Don West thing. But, uh, you know, he's just he's talking about he wants to thank his wife for her love and support everyone uh you know he's working at a radio station right now talking to seahawks talk and stuff like that uh you know he was just basically basically letting everybody know what's going on uh he had taken a uh, kind of a hiatus on the show mm-hmm. nobody knew what was going on but yeah he wanted to let people know he was diagnosed with brain lymphoma immediately will start treatment and that uh you know just you know he's praying Man. that the, the chemotherapy will help him heal faster and hopefully he'll be back on the radio soon yeah, I mean, he's got a great voice. Uh, to me, him and uh, Tanae were pretty much the voice of impact. I mean, me. that that iconic high five still stands up to this day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I mean, Don West, though, is just, oh, my God. Bro, not, you know, he's Dude, like, he's no, like honestly, not Joey Styles, but he just, his emotion was so great. I put man. it like this. It's because of his commentating why Abyss got over, Oh, my to be God. Honest. Yeah, made you really care about From the time. Yeah, man, he was great. Oh uh, yeah. man, dude, like it's ugh. He's it's, got yeah, he's got that voice, man. I'm getting I'm getting uh I'm getting chills now because I just remember all the ah uh, man. But moving on again, uh, not to be on a downer, I guess it depends on who is a fan or not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, someone has announced their uh, retirement from pro wrestling, and that person is ACH. Wow, coming off the tails of uh you know Leader Rush's announcement as well. But I was um, just thinking about him the other day, wondering if enough. You know, you brought it up last week. Mac Lowe says sometimes it's what people are willing to forgive you for, and I was like, and, or what they're of, willing to give you a pass for. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I wonder if enough time has passed on that where talent will just seep seep through over the uh, actions of the past. You know, what I'm saying? even though I mean, there's way worse stuff. You know, what I mean, you can do, but yeah. he didn't make friends drawing that line in the sand. Yeah, he just said, uh, "No need for the dramatic or emotional wordplay." As of today, I will officially step away from professional wrestling. Thank you for all the uh, support and love. Uh, ACA's last match took place at AAW's Take No Prisoners, uh, which is back on May seventh. Um, obviously, made quite a few appearances for multiple different companies: GCW, MLW, New Japan, obviously NXT. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I, I, you know, we've seen him quite a bit on New Japan as well as the Ring of Honor stuff that we would go to yep. in Vegas. So, you know, got to gotta throw that love back out there, man. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, you know what? Only you know when it's time to to call it a day. And so, you know, that's what he chooses to do. I'm sure there's a very good reason. But, uh, yeah, no one's going to take away the things he could do in that 20 by 20 for real, you know? So um, the only other thing I have here uh, for, I guess, free agency um, before we get to the specifics, uh-huh. um, I do have news that um, New Japan just mm-hmm. signed Fred Rosser. Really? Formerly uh, Darren Young. Yeah. I know he's been doing some work with them, uh, especially their their LA dojo as well. He's been getting booked for a lot of their uh, New, Japan, uh, New Japan Strong shows and yeah. stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, doesn't really say when uh, or how long the contract is but i mean i think it's a good place for him um it's good to know that he's still finding work post wwe uh again you know i just wanted to uh put that out there and the last two i got here man these are gonna be some 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 uh some lookers here mm-hmm. I'll go with the less the less incredible. Uh, it seems that another uh, third, uh, I guess, second generation superstar, uh, a, a, a daughter of a wrestling legend, as they quote uh, mm-hmm. called it, is going to be training with Cody Rose in AEW, and that daughter is going to be Katie Hebner, oh, aka wow. Earl Hebner's daughter. Wow. Yeah, it says that. Uh, you know, she's going to be uh, training with Rhodes in what they call the AEW developmental setup. Um, 
He said he wanted his son in the business. I don't want my daughter in the business. She's at AW training with Cody, and Cody is giving her so much help. It's unreal. Hopefully, she can be the next Gail Kim, which I thought that was a great wow. yeah comparison. Great, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that. I feel like she gets so slept on, but like like she gets slept on, but she gets uh, props after the fact, like way after the fact. Yeah, right? yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. But, but last last bit of news. Uh, guess who's coming out of retirement? Who's that? At IWC Reloaded, which. This would be the one, the only, 57-year-old Henry O. Godwin. <laughs> Could not make this up. I, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't come up with a feasible, logical reason you would, Quincy Jones. <laughs> I it, mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. I think it's, I mean, sure, but at 57, why? Um, the sport is a young man's game. Last time we saw him, he was there for that impromptu uh, poorly executed farewell to the Undertaker. Yeah, you know, they, 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 the, I was going to say in the same report. It said last seen uh, in WWE in twenty. I'm like, when Survivor Series? Survivor Series? I'm like, oh, the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, was there like a second Survivor Series team <laughs> like the Bone Street Crew versus the Click? Let's uh, roll. Oh, nah, man. Uh, but yeah, I guess this was it was this past weekend when this happened. So this was this had already happened. But I, you know. Fun. Interesting. I, I didn't think I'd ever come across uh, that headline. I was like, I, I mean, need to share if Midian comes back and wants to do the Phineas part, I'm not. I mean, I don't know. I just wonder if it's like. I mean, I know the Headbangers are doing indies like a couple years ago too. You know, so it's not impossible. But I also feel like the Headbangers were the generation after the Godwin. So I don't know how many, how many times they actually brush shoulders, and it makes sense. I feel like they they kind of. I don't know. But good for him. If he feels like he can still go. Sure, you know, he's probably as happy as a pig in shit. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to bring this up. You talk about people retiring, people not maybe not being in the company anymore. Uh, Braun Strowman, uh, who recently was released out of his, you know, big major contract from WWE, he made news uh, as uh, this past Sunday, which we'll get into in a second. We had TakeOver In Your House, and uh, he was on Twitter, um, as wrestlers like to do, and he was weighing in on his, uh, giving his personal opinion, and uh, commend, uh, he was kind of commending Raquel Gonzalez for the work she's done. When a ignorant fan alert, <laughs> you know, ignorant oh, fan comes yeah. in and responds and says, you know, your pecs look bigger than hers, uh, which was him inferring to the chest size, apparently, of Raquel. Um, and I don't know if this is true or not. It has been, uh, you know, kind of rumored, but yet to be confirmed by either party. They have, you know, there has been some sort of uh, wonderings if Braun and Raquel are actually dating. Uh, I know that they are very good friends. Um, he's kind of Raquel. <laughs> Brockhill, Brockhill, not, not bad, not bad. Or Bronzales. So, so right, you know, right. Bronzales. Oh, so, so, so they're in the sack, and he wants round two. She's like, "Hey, I'm not finished with you yet." <laughs> he's like, "Bring it on, mamita." He's like, hey, hey, "By the way, the, the the Superman on my arm is for Supermax. You like that?" <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we didn't. We're not back in the bedroom, but uh, until we get there, you're going to get these hands. I know, that might be bad. That might be bad. That might be bad. But uh, <laughs> it was, I only bring that up because he then came to her aid and says, and her dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which, which is it's such a fan. weird, it's such a weird like. But then at the same time, if you're a fan, you're like, well, "How the hell do I respond yeah, yeah, to that?" Exactly. I mean, I'm sure you probably could have said, 
and her balls because she's got more guts. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's true. I did like this because then the the fan then tried to delete it, and he just said, "No, no, no, I'm not don't, I'm not finished with you yet." Just like you said, and he, I'm not he quoted with this the tweet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he quotes the original tweet and, and basically said, "Don't come on my page throwing shade and then delete the tweet like a baby back bitch." Hashtag baby dick boy. So I just thought. Man. We should bring that up so everyone can enjoy that story. <laughs> so I just thought like, that was where, wherever he really goes. Funny. Like if he goes to a spot that's not televised, he, he should start using it. <laughs> yeah. What's up, baby dick boy? Yeah, <laughs> it just made me think of Brody in a little bit. Like you know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's that that must be it. Little but you know boy. what? No, but good for him. I know sometimes he could be on the other end of a of a Twitter yeah, gaffe. Definitely. So I mean, it's it's good that he was. I mean, especially because he's not affiliated yeah. technically, but I mean, yeah, in terms of fueling rumors, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you. I think you had stuff on NXT too. Oh, right? oh yeah, NXT. As far as NXT, Spe- speaking of Raquel, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I, I had um, just news that there was new trademarks being filed. Oh, okay. By NXT. Uh, well, WWE, but I can imagine this must be for the new show because. One of these names for sure is uh, someone that was wrestling in Evolve, and I know that they, they were talking about doing like an Evolve show. As far as a uh, update on that, I heard they did a lot of test shots, but quote unquote, it does not look the way they want it to look. Oh, okay. In terms of the production, so I don't know if that means they're gonna scrap it, go back. I don't know about that, but mm. um, but I did notice, like I said, like Josh Briggs. I remember he was yeah. definitely at the Evolve show that they did. So that was one of the names that they tried to trademark. Mm. JC Jane, which was weird because it's, I'm like, isn't there name. a Lacey Lane? Lacey Lane is is the former name of Caden Carter. So look, look, it's JC J A C Y J A Y N E JC Jane. Oh, that's hor- that's horrible. Right? That, that 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 sounds like a like an indie name. It sounds like a porn name to be honest. That yeah yeah. JC uh, Jane. Like I mean, I don't want to hate. I don't know who that could be, but. It just doesn't sound like a okay. Great so thing. we we got a we got a group of brothers coming in for sure. But we got oh, okay. J C Jane, Josh Briggs, Andre Chase, Nikita, but N A K I T A. Oh, one one name. Kind of like that. Nikita, mm-hmm. and these are where I say the brothers must be. There must be some brothers coming in because there's one for Brutus Creed and Julius Creed. And I guess you could say. I mean, we could say you can't brothers and more than one. Yeah. <laughs> meaning here, but Brutus and Julius. I mean, Brutus and Julius, though, to me, as I've heard Julius, you know, as a brother name, as you said, but Brutus and Julius are very Shakespearean, too. That's true. You know, you're so, no, yeah, you got the orange Julius, and I know y'all gonna laugh, but that, <laughs> no, but for real, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, yeah, I mean, because I'm right. thinking Julius Caesar, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and and eight two Brute, you know, that whole shit, and then just know? the Creed, th- I mean, Creed, uh, I'm thinking Apollo Creed, mm-hmm. but. Creed could be. I mean, actually, that's. Didn't Brutus kill Julius Caesar? No, I'm thinking, but that's a weird combo. How it's Eight. Brutus and that's almost some Cain and Abel shit. But we care now. Yeah, so it's like, oh no, who knows? But that, yeah. yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that's like some. Didn't y'all read the book? Yeah, I, saw, I read the back. Yeah. No, no, but they, you know, he kills. <laughs> yeah, yelled, that, that's right? what it seems like. Yeah, it's like. Uh, but yeah, that, that's all I had. It was just you know, uh, trademarks being filed. That yeah. was on June 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking of names, though, I uh, gotta give a welcome to the world to yes. a baby Nora. I was I was looking for her name. I didn't yeah. know. I, I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm glad I, you're I able to get I don't know if it's that. gonna be Nora Good, Nora Paquette, Nora uh, Moxley. I don't know, but uh, hmm. Nora is the name of the brand new baby girl from uh, Renee Paquette 
and uh, John Moxley. Jonathan uh, Good. I don't. I don't know if it was yesterday, two days ago, but yeah, man, congratulations to no, them. Um, I know Renee had also tweeted out uh, something. I'm, I'm actually having a problem trying to find it. Um, but or, uh, but yeah, I mean, congratulations to them. She seemed like she was really, really happy. I mean, I, I guess she should be. You know. But, oh, here it is. It says, uh, "Baby girl's officially here, so I'm checking out and becoming a mom." And she's absolutely incredible. I have a bunch of guests, li- uh, guest hosts lined up for you guys, and I started with none other than my baby daddy, cool dude, husband John Moxley. Check it out here. So yeah, I like thought it was funny how the- she's like, "Baby daddy first, but then my husband." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just hilarious. Yeah, or maybe it's like the most recent. And, uh, accolade, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but congratulations to them, absolutely. And, and, and I'm man. sure uh, I know you know you, we were talking about Hangman had uh, yeah uh, he talked about recently, he's expecting soon, and, 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 and I didn't realize it was going to be is uh, they're actually their their very first child they're expecting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't and know then, why I thought maybe he already had a few uh, young horselings. No, I had a, had, had a little stable his, going. Right? His dating life seemed like he was really good at keeping it omitted from the wrestling. You know, because people are always like, is he saying? Because he's no, a no, he's, I know, I know, you know? he's married for yeah. sure. He's been married for so, a while. But uh, and then I, I know uh, Cody and them are going to be expecting their baby soon, so that that'll probably uh, shake out pretty soon as well. I'm not sure what the name is in that. Well, I wonder if it's he's what, like, what's her name? The uh, <laughs> what, what, what's what's the name of the the valet that. Um, um, oh, from uh, uh, that, that Dusty had uh, when he went to WWE. Uh, oh, Sapphire. Sapphire. I was like, why is it on my? That's I was kinda, like, it's a stone. It's kind of clean though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Cody, mm-hmm. um, he's actually starting a podcast. Really? I knew you'd be interested in this, and it's called Everything But Wrestling. Nah, so good. that's what he's going to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So it's <laughs> just roller coasters. Yeah, and money he, talk, he, he, cigars, and money talk. It's going to be cigars and investments, <laughs> and, and just America. I was going to say just America on uh, Americana on podcast. Just, just, a, just a, a, a huge slice of Americana just rolled yeah. up into cigars. That's what he should call it. Americana's nightmare. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. <laughs> Slices of Americana. Yeah, there you I go. don't know, uh-huh. man, but. Yeah, that's that's uh that's all I had, man. But we're still gonna say that we coined um, uh, Br- Bronzales. Yeah, we did. Oh, oh, oh uh, you know what? See, I almost forgot. NXT. Everrise signed some contracts. That's who I was talking about. Really? Yes. Well, well, you know what? They've been around for a little bit. It's weird. It's like you want to take a we, swipe we, at me. We could use a team like them, but they also haven't been doing much but just talking. So yeah, it's like I mean, I'm not mad at loudmouth chicken shit heels but they they can get it done in the ring but they have yet to win anything so we'll see what's up man but yeah that, that's uh not bad man that was uh i know that was mostly what i had for headlines but yeah you? no that's all that's all, all right, that's man. it i mean i'm double checking right here like i had the cody thing i had the uh yeah, that's all I got. All right, man. Um, well, I mean, is, is it on? Is it on me? Yeah, I think it's on you. I mean, so I go, I'll go and find a lighter real quick to uh, light light some things and a fuse. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you don't want none of this dynamite, cool. Yeah, hey, I got, I got some, I got some myself. Is, 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 is this how Little Wayne does it? Hey, hey, it's a mixtape. Get your pipe. Get your get your pipe. Yeah. Get 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 your get your stuff and you guys get, don't get know. ready because we're 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 getting into it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're gonna want to be ready because we're not we're not stopping. If you guys don't get what we're saying, we're about to light that motherfucking dynamite. Well, I said it. No, <laughs> you know what? No, yeah, because you know I know it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for sticking with us because we know it's weird for y'all too, man. Yeah, uh, I've been man. trying to find a, a real healthy way to still circulate the AEW stuff as it gets yeah. towards the end of the week, and that's yeah. 
without you know, altering our release, uh, our weekly release dates that we do. We I was going like to say that that's the luck we have is it comes out on the night. Mm-hmm. Or the like, morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. We put it out on the morning. But it comes like dynamite doesn't come out till that night after yeah. we put it out. So, but I'm not mad at it because it kind of serves as like a uh, reminder of what happened. You know, what I mean, if, if if you just forgot from the Friday prior, likely. You know what I mean? And you listen to it, then you get a little geared up for uh, you know what's going down in like what twelve hours or whenever it is you listen to our podcast every Friday morning, man. But yeah. Had, That's had, true. I'll give you that. Because oh, yeah, yeah. it does drop at 10 p.m. West Coast yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <I> mean, <laughs> we open up with Christian versus Angelico. Yeah. And I told myself that I was going to talk to you yeah, about yeah. how I like to put over Angelico because I do, baby. He did his thing on Angelico was one of my favorites, man. He's underrated. I think he, he – I don't know what's missing from him. If I mean, it could just be the booking. Yeah. Um, he has some charisma. I've seen him on BTE before doing some stuff with Matt Hardy and stuff. And it's weird because it seems like now they're hooked back up with the Matt Hardy brand. Yeah. You know, even though like, we're like, and we're not going to talk about the heat. <laughs> like, hey, Jack, you're back. Yeah, I was there in the background with the burgers. And oh, then, yeah, that was I mean, you. If you think about it, Jack did, he's, uh, he's still in the doghouse. He wasn't in the match. He was out there and then he got his ass kicked at the end. Hey, but like I said, he, he's on TV though. Because, yeah, and I'll know, give him that. I'll give him that. But I was surprised but, to see him both during the burger segment. Yeah, last I'll, week, I will so. say this though. Um, I'm glad to see him back because I think I thought that aesthetic of okay, I'm not gonna have you go against Private Party. I'm gonna have you go against Angelico. That was a little unpredictable to me, and I liked it a lot. I I, I did. I never thought on paper, oh, Christian Cage versus Angelico is a good matchup, and it fucking was. You know what I mean? It, it, and then the you know, and Helico was giving him trouble too. Yeah. And you know what? Submissions, all that. Yeah. I give it to Christian because, you know, he's. I don't know if we need this every week from him. Yeah. The the go the distance route. Yeah. But what he's been doing so far, age old tradition, it's proven to be effective. You can win and still lose. Yeah. You can, or, or as they say, you look, can lose the match but still come out look looking like and, a winner. Yeah, look, you know what I mean? look good in losing um, so because I think you put he, up such a, a physical effort. Yeah, And I think it's it's kind of a beneficial thing. He gets to tear it up with this, new, this newer generation. He, he's kind of, you know, I'm not saying he's questioning himself, but for being gone for so long and out of the ring, I mean, you need a new crop of competition, right? So it's like... To go through them like this and then also giving them yeah. your best and letting them get their shit in. Only way to sharpen that iron, baby. I think it's great and it's a good look that Christian's doing that. But uh, finish comes when Christian Cage hits the kill switch for the win. Mm-hmm. Post-match, we got a twist o fado as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah, and I finally uh, saw the last one. Dude, dude, he was so, he's like, ah, 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 turn around, ah, gotcha. Yeah. Did you see the promo I was saying about BTE? Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he said, I've been putting down this punk ass for dude, years. Dude, I, I love, I love what, he, what he gets, like, because I'm telling you, what he, oh, when, they, when they made those, uh, it was like, I think, it was like those Hardy Boy, like NWA style Hardy Boy shirts. Yeah. And and ROH, that's when he started really getting down yeah. with the down. Like Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'll beat your punk. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Straight out of what was it? Like they were doing they they had a couple of them like that. Like like that he was really in, yeah, it's so and I, I to me I blame Rebby. <laughs> Rebby She's like Rebby brought the ghetto in his life and now you know the hood. I no, no, say, no lie though. Like, yeah, like, she she I wanna I mean 
she won't always want to smoke, which is great. But sometimes he never spoke like that on the mic in WWE. So that's why I that's why I kept telling you, bro. When he, I don't he, know, man. You know, you know it, it, or when, maybe it's because private parties there too. I just remember him and uh, oh yeah, that's true too. I, especially because yo, know, dead ass. That's, yeah. hey, yo, I got two watches though. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pound that ass. <laughs> I'm gonna pound okay. it, fucking right. name. But uh, but you know what? He tries to go for another twist of fate. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy comes out for the save. I thought this was good. They're still trying to intertwine Jungle Boy's allegiances. But it, one thing I will say, it has been kind of weird that they have been booking Jungle Boy with uh, uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah. Not that I need it, but we've seen them together. So it's kind of weird that they wouldn't be like, yo, man, you got this really important match coming up. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Why are you worrying about Cage? Yeah. Or, or, or even just like having that, that. Hey, we got your back. We're gonna be in your corner, type thing. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, because Kenny can't be trusted. You know, he mm-hmm. always has what the, the four goons and the and the, and, yeah. the, and the mouthpiece. Or he got well, they got like seven dudes, bro. Nakamura, Cutler, the Bucks, Good Brother, Nakam- and, not, not, uh, oh, not Nakamura, uh, Nakazawa. Nakazawa. You yeah. know, I got I got because he calls him Nak for short too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but anyways, uh, after this, uh, that that was up for me. I mean, like I said, I, I like to talk about what what I liked in the show, what I didn't like on the show. Mm-hmm. I did like this. Uh, we got an introduction of a second generation. Oh, yeah. Su- uh, I, mean, I don't want to say superstar just yet. He has not shown anything yet, but it, I thought this was pretty telling because I know that they've actually were trying to get it, their eyes on him over in WWE. Mm-hmm. Cody comes out and introduces Arn Anderson's son, Brock Anderson. Yeah, man. Who will always, or who also. Be his partner for this tag match next week against QT Marshall and Anthony Ogogo. By the way, no, no, I believe it's uh, Aaron Solo. Actually, oh, Aaron Solo, you're right. By the way, you, you like how? Uh, <laughs> yep. Tony's like, as he wants me to pronounce it now. I'm like, that's but, how his name yeah, always, was. always was. Because yeah, you yeah. always used to uh, correct yeah, me. Yeah, and you thought I was being just funny, but I'm like, nah, dude. That's, I thought it was a me. bit. No, yeah. I thought it was a bit. He does. Yeah, I was. It like, might be. Uh, but uh, you know, QT comes out and, and ends up challenging Cody. Uh, to a stride match, uh, I, I, I can't believe the, the date. I think I may be off on the date. It might be July 10th or something like that. It's whenever they are back, at, I believe, in Miami. Yeah. Um, uh, for one of their first lives, uh, being back on the road and stuff like that. So, strap match, I mean, did we have a strap match already? No, we had a dog collar match. We have had. Uh, we haven't had a strap match. We've had oh, uh, uh, Cody take lashes from MJ. But we also just, where I'm getting the imagery from is, is Dustin, the bull rope match. Because I didn't realize in that bull rope match that they had their hands uh, strapped together too. Oh, that's... But it, but it wasn't a four corners type of deal. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, you know, but it's just weird. I'm like, dude, Cody, you keep doing all these like matches kind of real. But I'm like... You must be getting ready to retire. Because I heard you only wanted to wrestle for like another five years. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, what he claims, yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, you got the, the strap match. You did the dog collar already. You got... Oh, it's July 7th. July 7th. Okay. Yeah. And and just so we can get this other way. July 7th, Road Rager. July 14th, night one of Fighter Fest. <laughs> July 21st, night two of Fighter Fest. And July 28th is Fight for the Fallen. That's so many. I think they're trying to, they're trying to what, make up for for all these Fridays or what? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not against the strap match. I don't know if I need to see QT wrestle in the strap match, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll actually change my perception. I mean, to me, it was just funny because Cody was like, "Let's do a strap match right now!" Like, like with shows, like, "Bro, you ain't nobody." You know what I mean? To me, like the fact that he even like, I'll do I don't it in my suit he, on. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, because he he pulled his belt right off. You know what I'm saying? I did like that he uh, that he that he did hit Arn with that uh, strap though. 
Yeah, on the back. I was just yeah. Like, it's it's been it's been crazy because there's so many of these uh, legends that come in. You're like, are they may not be ring? Uh, what's the word? Cleared, cleared to hit. The, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, but to, they to could be able at to least physical. take a bump. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, okay, somebody they could take. A okay, I I I ain't mad at it because you know, hey, Arn's he's taking a few punches already. Mm-hmm. No lie. So, um, we'll see how Brock's gonna feel about that now. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, another another match. We had trios, uh, action, death triangle, man, and Eddie Kingston versus the the Bucks and Cutler. I like that promo they had earlier. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I thought they did a good job threading the the secondary story of uh, you know if Kingston and Pac could work together. Yep. If they could be on the same page or not. Yep. They didn't know overdo it. No overacting. To be honest, I um, agree. I thought the match went on a little too long for my taste. Yeah, I would um, shave it down by like three minutes, maybe. You know, uh, but the finish came when uh, Cutler takes the pin uh, after a spinning back fist. I think we all kind of saw Cutler being the guy in the match. I just like to take the pin from the jump. How many? Because he, you know, if you watch BTE, he got cleared. Yeah, I, yeah. I like how they even threaded the fact that it was uh, Penta that fractured his face from kind of a uh, botched. Uh, I they called it something else, uh, but he used to call it the Penta driver. The fear factor? Um, yeah, no, the fear factor is the package pile driver. Oh, but that pump oh, yeah. handle driver. Yeah, he yeah, does, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people actually do. It's, but, it's yeah. well, it's originally Seidel did it. He called it. Uh, that's why he called it. Uh, it came from Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. He is that what Seidel calls that? Yeah, when he, okay, when he was doing it. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, he yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was like, why did he? Okay, so uh, him. Those are but, only two yeah, people I've like, seen do it. To be honest, uh, that's Jordan Grace's finish. Really? Yeah. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does a pretty cool hooks to leg and all that stuff. But I digress. Yeah, I, I just I, I like that and like how they talked about his face was all good, and then he kept taking. <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. the, the, the only problem was there was a point where I think he took three big attacks that were malfunctions at the junctions to between his face. him and Nick, right? right? Like a yeah. lot, yeah, yeah. The I thing, that. and he misses the camera swipe, and then gets bumped off, and then takes yeah. another thing, and then he almost he, he's on the apron like twelve seconds later. I just thought that was a little like. Why would you be well, back up if your face there, there is the was, most vulnerable part? There was right stuff now. too where like he would be off the apron for yeah. like no read, like like almost like he was like, oh wait, I'm not supposed to be on the apron right now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then and then you would see him jump off like whenever they would run and like if say like they were gonna throw someone in the corner, mm-hmm. he would like jump. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. I, Young but boy. but I, but I did love watching BTE and seeing like oh he set the camera up to try to yeah, yeah. catch that one <laughs> spot on yeah I thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. but like it's funny because the stuff you don't hear him say and he catches on the camera like yeah it's great you broke my face <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and I, he's like staring them because down because yeah. that's the thing I saw in the intro I was like why is he just so close to Penta like that and they're yeah. not like they're not gonna beat him up yeah and I was like why aren't they beating him up and then like now watching I'm like oh okay they it were doing for the show they were doing yeah. a bit yeah but if you don't know then it just looks exactly yeah. Um, Post match though, <clears throat> we had the Good Brothers, Uncle Dangly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, uh, and uh, Machine Gun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they come out for the gang beat down. Then Frankie Kazarian comes out to help even out the numbers. Elite killer, or um, no, Hunter. I should they could have done this with a <clears throat> with a shorter match or maybe even a DQ finish and yeah. still gotten the same result. To be honest, yeah, honestly, yeah, uh, they really could have taken out. Four big spots that could have been used for pay per view. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, because I mean, not every Young Buck match has has like I put it like this: if the Young Bucks treat every TV match like a pay per view match, then when the pay per view match comes on, no one's gonna like, oh, I can miss it. It's because they want to be eighty percent of the ballots for match of the year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it seems to me like I mean, they swear like they need uh, like like it's not just a hey, where are you going, Dave? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's over here. Yeah, seriously. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, kind like, of a Rick Knox situation. I was just, about to, I was just about to say it's, it's almost like like the the BTE bit with, with Knox. I yeah. was just about to say that. Uh, but I mean, like I said, I did like where it went. There wasn't a whole lot of extra except for like, you know, like I said, I would have shut, you know, like you said, cut down the match a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. Uh, we did also get the uh, uh, in ring promo from the Pinnacle. We we saw him come in, you know, yeah. beginning of the night, man, with the limo. I wasn't mad at it, but it's like, yeah, but uh, y'all a bunch of losers though. Because y'all lost. Yeah, but did they like, lose the match that mattered, though? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, after all that talk. Yeah. And then, like, cause, okay, because I have something that I wanted to discuss with you about this. Sure, yeah. Um, I didn't mind the promo, but uh, I- I'll wait for that till after I, I break it yeah, down. Yeah, go ahead. Break uh, it down. You know, we had uh, they Let them break it down. Down. Mm-hmm. Get the album. Anyway, go ahead. This is awesome. Valuable now. Mm-hmm. Just hit 18th mm-hmm. album. <laughs> You'll hear Look, hear it right now. <laughs> yeah. Bam. See, I, I do some bars. Yeah. Now, uh, but yeah, they uh, pretty much they hit the ring, or they 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 walk to the ring. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. like a mugging or nothing. No. <laughs> Take the mic. <laughs> uh, uh, FTR. You know, they, they they get on the mic. They they're talking families and uh, not having families, mm-hmm. <laughs> not giving a shit about other people's families. I that was to me. They they that, got. I was, that is I was the like, twenty twenty one. I don't give a shit about your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, see, I was like, oh, y'all gonna take both shit spots, so now no one else can say shit the rest of the show. Yeah, but yeah, true, true. <laughs> Not that there are actually two, but I usually count only yeah, two. Yeah, there's about yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's usually top of the hour, bottom of the hour. Yeah, the I hour was like, oh, y'all just okay, right in the middle, huh? All right, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, uh, they accept the the uh, you know the challenge from uh, proud and powerful mm-hmm. from last week. Spears calls Sammy an overglorified indie wrestler, mm-hmm. but also accepts his challenge from last week as well. Mm-hmm. Wardlow, of course, in kind. He had a really good uh, delivery here. Yeah. Uh, accepts Hager's MMA cage match or cage fight? Cage fight. Yeah. Uh, challenge. In Wardlow's world. And then you got MJF who turns down Jericho, which I pretty much knew he was. Yeah. But it was weird because he still had like choice words for Sammy for some reason. Because I guess they there's still that little bit of oh, from, Sammy I mean, the, always That's knew true. That, that was the crack. And, yeah, that was you the, know. Yeah. And so Sammy did say something he to him his last phone. week. He's like, you stole me a phone. <laughs> right. And they, you know, and Jericho also said, Sammy tried to tell me before, but, I, you know, so I think that's where they thought those seeds got planted. I don't think they were, you know, they needed a little bit more soil because that kind of felt odd to me, too. It was just well, like, because I mean, like, you see Spears visibly like, Oh, oh my, the the guy I'm I'm going after. Oh, okay, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like my hey, thing is like he's like if there's a piece left, calm down, yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it's just one of those things where I need Spears to spread his wings and MJF. You're good, bro. You know what I mean? It's like well, it's see like, that, that that's like, what I wanted to discuss with you. Um, yeah. and and I'll, I'll get to the ending of this segment. Mm-hmm. Is I don't know why, but it feels like once MJF is now in this stable, he's like not really getting. Promo time, um, and, and I don't mean it from like a, like they're not. I don't know. It's weird. Like I feel like I used to see him more, and he used to be more consistent. Yeah, with always popping me as a fan as and, and of his villain ways. Yeah, and, and and just his promo work and just his in ring. I don't feel like I feel like I don't feel like that about him anymore. And I don't know if there's something that's changed. I don't know if him being like I play this him in the pinnacle, and it's not. Like it can't feel like it's just a group, but I guess the way it felt before was that he was supposed to be the leader. Yeah, but now it just feels like they're all equal. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I, yeah, see, 
I what I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you. Um, like it's not like he's I, I less think, popular, but he's like a less popular version of himself. It's so weird. It, it, it's yeah, it's kinda like um we're not seeing the same MGF. He's not cutting the same promos as he was. But yeah, I think yeah. it's really it's a combination of things. I think there's the internal uh pressure added by himself because I feel since he became since they did the whole I was starting a faction of my own like after he did that I have not seen one confident promo from him I feel like everything now feels cookie cutter uh in the sense of okay this is an MJF promo let me check a few boxes you know what I mean that's how it seems yeah, now I mean, and and it sounds like there's a thing with Jericho talking about his body that which just went on and on like it feels yeah it's too all, yeah yeah that was too contrived the first now. time wasn't bad but then when you go out there again then it's like the low hanging fruit yeah but then it's like there's a difference between what works and then what worked for you it just seems like and, his confidence is a little shaky yeah it's, it's or, i don't know or, like or a, it's not as um He's just not as confident and, and, with his promos as he and, once was. And I was. don't, I don't know if this is him. I don't know if it's uh, a change in his presentation. Mm. Maybe they're trying to change his presentation, like how MJF the character is in a group setting. I don't know what mm. it is, but yeah, it's been a while since we got uh, jerking the curtain on on worldwide, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying so. We haven't really gotten back to those little. Oh, that was and, a nugget. And, see, and that's I mean? my other point is, you know, I think the other combination of that is not just the internal pressure. The lack of confidence, or maybe not lack of confidence, but the, the his confidence has gone down for sure. But I think it's also the program. There's not a lot you can yeah. say, you know, and, and it's just been this slow burn, and it's like more than one event now, and you know, now we're getting to the point where they're doing individual stuff. So we're gonna get this back and forth. Jericho trying to find a way to, you know, to heal his arm while goading. You know MJF into a match. I don't. I firmly see MJF and Sammy mixing it up. You know to, to also buy more time before Jericho is completely ready to go. You know what I'm saying. So I, I don't know. It, it just seems. I wonder if they weren't doing group warfare and were just he was like going after like a face champion right now. If that would be better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And, and them. You know because I feel like if they got on some evolution synergy, it'd be better because. At least in Evolution, everyone had their own business, you know, and even though they seem like like um, equals, like you knew Triple H was the man. Like, like yeah, I was gonna say there was still a pecking order, but it wasn't like like I mean because they were still getting gold yeah, and, being and successful they were, together. I was just yeah, they were yeah. getting it done. So yeah. yeah, I mean because that's the thing with them. It's not like they haven't got anything done, but it's like they do a lot of talking and then yeah. you don't see them in matches. So it's like. I don't know. That's I, I think that's what's weird too. It's not even just with MJF. It's like almost everybody that's attached to this thing has kind of went down a little bit, right? Like, yeah. And the thing is, the pinnacle is a great idea. Mm -hmm. And I remember when they first showed up, it was a great idea. But I feel like, yeah, it's like, okay, but we're not seeing FTF, FTR going after these tag titles. We're not we're, seeing we're FTR not, not, on T like in matches. matches period. Yeah, yeah no. it's like we're not we're not seeing you guys qualify. We're not seeing. Sean Spears, like, like that's the thing is like Which I get if they want they're trying to treat him like a big deal. Yeah. And I get that because Cody doesn't wrestle every week, but at least he gives us at least one a month. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe two. But I, I, I totally get what you're saying, man. Like, like I, I agree. They're not even being they're being featured without being featured. And some weeks yeah. you don't even hear from them. And, and I mean, some would say that's kind of how they did with the the horsemen. They made it exclusive, right? Yeah. Like, but uh, you would but still not, at least see Flair in the suit cornering the the brainbusters. Yeah. For a tag match, just to retain the titles and just laugh see, about it all the way back to the limo. Yeah. And speaking of limos, as you see my segue. Yeah. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, back to the limo they showed up in. Inner Circle, you know, they pretty much 
do the. I mean, I wasn't against this. It didn't. I wasn't like, oh, that's what WWE would do. It just felt cool. I, Not at I all. Feel, I feel like it was their first time doing something cool like this. I feel like they tried with the the Moxley Kingston trailer thing. Yeah, but they kind of did a little bit of movie magic. To no, this ma- this is way better. I yeah. mean, I mean, it, it crescendo one with, shot with, with it was all one shot, all one shot. I almost if I had if I would have changed anything, it might have been just. Not so many shots of Jericho with the bat, you know what I mean? Because I feel like compared to what P and P were doing, yeah, no, it, it was like, yeah, yeah go, go ahead, Jericho. shout out, shout out Ortiz for the El Bardo, yeah, uh, Simpson oh, reference. I was dying, exactly, like, man. man. These fools, and it was just like if you saw it for like five seconds before I just got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if I would change anything, yeah, it's just a, and then maybe when Jericho, when it pan to them on the on the uh, like with the limo. I would have had it where they were already had already started taking it down. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I felt like dude. that first crack it was like not the best, and but, that's the but thing, they got I, way way better right out. Like I was right about away. to say because that that first hit is what's crucial. I mean, like the one that Sammy did on the windshield that was yeah. great, but yeah. the one that Jericho you could tell Jericho was like kind of. Yeah, he's like, oof, I ain't been in the cages in a mind. Because <laughs> on the Sammy vlog, he was like, yeah, this is one of those. Uh, he says right before they get into it, he's like, oh, yeah, this is one of those. Uh, uh, this is almost like a brand new limo. So I'm like, oh, okay. That, yeah. that that explains why it took a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit more but, reinforced. Yeah, no, I I, I agree too, though. But, uh, this was really cool. Forklifts. Yeah. I mean, better than the whole uh, bubbly truck and shit yeah, like it definitely, that. Yeah, like, it definitely was. Stick and, and with the streets and the dogs of the streets and all that shit you was talking when you was a heel. Yeah, the the, 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 the pit bulls. Yeah. My, my, my thugs. Yeah, stop uh, feeding into that candy Sam- shit that, that FTR was like, we're not here to do this and that. Yeah, yeah so, but, you know. But uh, Sammy did accept MJF's challenge, quote unquote, but, yeah. uh, you know. Kind of no- ignored Spears. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get uh, a promo where pretty much you got Darby telling his dad to stay home. <clears throat> yep. No, Dad, I gotta, I gotta go down Devil's Hill by I myself. Liked, I liked it though. Like, <laughs> no, it was, no, yeah, it was well, interesting. Yeah, I wasn't against it. It was just weird because Sting the, did look. <laughs> it seems like, are you gonna pound it or not? <laughs> yeah, pound it. He son. seemed, he seemed like he was getting. Yeah, he got Bring a little burnt. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go. You're just gonna make me wait for this. Oh, oh, oh. and now, now you pound it. Fine. Yeah, and I won't be there. It, it, it's funny because no, it's no, almost, it's almost like uh, what's the name? MVP just said it on Raw. I was like, well, now you're making it awkward. Now, man. Yeah. Because fucking uh, that new uh, English speaking dude uh, that they have, who kind of does like the uh, interviews sometimes, the backstage interviews. Oh, okay, I, don't, I haven't seen him. Uh, he, he's done Raw Talk too. Oh, okay. He he, oh. This, he just came in uh, into Bobby Lashley's locker room, asking him a question. Like he walked past the MVP, he's like, "Hey, man, hey, you, first of all, you need a knock." And then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, my apologies." Man, now you're just making it awkward. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, that shit was hilarious." <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, interesting enough, you know, Darby, of course, you know, he. I, I, in my head, I'm like, why wouldn't he pick at least one person? But I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. See, this is what got me about it, though. He goes, you know, you got the win. I want to prove to them that I could beat them. And then, like, in the same, like, like seconds later, it's not about that. I know it's not about that. <laughs> it's about, and it's like, then what the fuck? <laughs> you know? So it's like, I don't, it, it's maybe it was supposed to be, it's not really about that as much as you just don't want me to get hurt, you know? But yeah. I didn't feel like that came across. Like, I don't I mean, like when I got to connect dots myself, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, it, to me, it kind of came off like he was trying to come up with something to tell him. Yeah. You know, because as a kid, right? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, what do I say instead of what it really is? And Yeah, that's right. We can't go to... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Uh, we did get, uh, you know, Miro defending the uh, TNT Championship. Oh, no. Against Eva. Oh, no. 
Um, I love the uh, the video package where he was talking about yeah. the relationship with him and Brody. Mm-hmm. I thought it was real cool. Side note, thank you, sir, for that negative one wrestling uh, footage. I'm sure it's everywhere now. That shit was amazing. Yeah, because you know what? I totally forgot when I remember Liv did post that. Like I, I had no idea that she, she even was like on their radar. Like you know what I mean? Well, it was just well like, I don't even think it's that. She was at some sort of like event that they were at. You know ah, what I'm saying? Okay. And it was just one of those things where she knows him from the Brody's WWE. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they had like some sort of little scrimmage. And I remember being curious by that because I was like, oh, I hope they don't get her in trouble or something because like I was, you know, but it, I remember thinking that was cool. But so that's why I was like, you know, Amanda posted it saying, oh, the rematch everybody wanted. So that, yeah, I thought that was really good taste. Yeah, it, it was cool. And then like, because uh, someone asked her about it. And I don't know if you saw it. She was like talking about how it was cool. Cause it's like slow. It's low key still training him without him because he's too young to take bumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the rolling around and and what I heard is like that's how Lucha Libres used to do it. They used to do it in boxing rings. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, the the ropes and the uh, the rings were way too stiff to bump on, so they just practiced tumbling and shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Okay, go, I see. Yeah. yeah, I was like, man. And then just to see and that. Wait, Liv didn't get let go, right? No, she's Liv, actually, Liv's the she's only one the still only there. One yeah, yeah, she so. she's in a uh, she's in a. I remember she, there was she that. She's doing was something that. with somebody. Oh, with Carmella right now. That's what she's doing something with Carmella on SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she back to her old music and everything. I was like, oh, so Ruby just wasn't wrestling with her last week? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I was I just thought it was shitty because I was like, and not to go too far, but I was like, I remember when Sarah Logan got let go, they said something on air about her when she got let go. Oh, really? I remember that. Like, oh, like yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, why wouldn't they do the same thing for Ruby? Like it wasn't like she just wasn't part of that roster yeah come on and man. taking you know yeah freaking seriously. helping out the tag division but anyways Miro and evil uno here man um i've never been a fan this is only only i mean it was a good match i liked i liked, I liked a lot of the offense that evil uno was supposed to get i mean i told you we, we talked about it way off here like all his little mannerisms i know it drives other people crazy but I'm yeah. like, i love how he does stuff that they're that like what is why is he why is he like freaking peacocking out there you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and then, and then mm-hmm. you see what he could do you're like oh okay I, yep. all right i'm yep. talking with this dude you know um but i will say this i've never really been a fan of the exposed turnbuckle spot yeah because i mean even the fact that he just ripped it off right in front of the ref and the ref is like not reacting to it like not even like kind of like at least pointing a finger like hey or like try at least show him trying to put yeah. it back and just saying screw it it's I can't do this and look out for, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because I've seen when people loosen it, not pull it off all the way, just for the ref distraction spot. And I'm like, come on, man. We need to, the the, uh, the continuity in the logic needs to be fluid. Yeah, here, no. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but I thought the match told a great story, had a right amount of emotional drama uh, as well near the end there. Um, but we still need to figure out what exactly, what the direction the Dark Order goes or what, yeah. Or is it time to redefine who the Dark Order is as a stable? Yeah, because I I I I, uh, I totally feel you on that. I think it's the whole grace period of we're just a family has kind of it's reaching its expiration date a bit in the terms of I need another reason to care. I mean, so like I, don't I want him. more numbers. Are you guys gonna start re- like recruiting? I mean, yeah, because that was what Brody wanted. Like he wanted you guys to recruit people and grow in numbers. Are you guys chasing championships instead of just taking turns going after the team the one title that was like 
Why aren't where's Evil Uno and Stu? Why aren't they like beefing with the Bucks? That program would be awesome. Given I mean, they history. especially yeah the PWG yeah uh, and the way I mean, that the and then heels you got Excalibur right on 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 commentary exactly too. yeah it'd be you, you could use him for that. You know they do all that behind the scenes, like leading to the big pape shit. Oh, like know? the road to yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He would he would lend very well to that with his knowledge. So yeah, because I mean, for me, I'm like thinking, I think they're holding on to the family aspect just to kind of, uh, and you know, no disrespect, but like kind of squeeze the last little bit of it out while they, while they get the the live crowd when they can. Yeah, um, seriously, and uh, and of course, you know, it helps to have negative one there. Um, cause that, that also is, you know, it helps them be endearing, but dude, to imagine they flip the switch and turn heel again. See, people I, would take them serious. Yeah. Now. I, was, I was thinking that, but it's tough because I think people want to like, I, I don't know. I think people don't want to see that with Brody's son involved, but I think like he, to me, I think, wouldn't it be cooler to see Brody instead of always coming out with his shirt off and looking like, uh, you know, a mini 10. Yeah. If he came out wearing suits with the mask. You know what I'm saying, and, and like like he did cool. the night you know that they paid tribute. Have him like and, like and grow he, into that role, yeah, like on screen. I mean, not, well, I won't say the whole time, but yeah, he yeah. could be the one for maybe just over the summer. We'll say since it'll be summer break, he yeah. could be like, we need to get back to like the mission at hand, guys. My dad, rest his soul, you know, or whatever. He wanted us to make this family bigger, and that's what we need to do. Let's get back to re- what we know best, and let's recruit something like that. It would mean more coming from him and then supported and backed by 10 and Colt, and then it just goes down the line, and they get all, you know, and who knows no, where I, they I, go from there. I think that's a wonderful idea, obviously, when he gets more developed and, like, mm-hmm. a delivery. Yeah. I'm sure he won't need help writing shit and really coming from where it needs to come from. Yeah, because... I mean, she, I'm sure. Or imagine like Anna Jay's able to come on screen with her with him too if yeah. she's still rehabbing or something. I mean, like, Anna Jay could even come back as not necessarily the the I was gonna say the, the new leader, but you know like what I'm saying the, like the matriarch. Yeah, I mean yeah. because she can really like start. I think so too. I, I mean, when you think about it, like all the stuff she does with Stu on BTE. Yeah, she she can really be on some like Stu and Cross shit, but not really like Stu and Cross. But as far as like you know, almost like on some. Um, Poison Ivy and Bane shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, very, very much so. And you know, Marx has always said he's thought the concept of a female dagger, bro, like, t- talent being cornered by a dude is like yeah. something that would be really cool to see. So yeah. Um, from uh, the finish came Miro taps out Uno with the game over and retains. Obviously worth uh, letting y'all know about that. We did yeah. get a, a vignette from Andrade El Idolo. I actually already po- uh, saw this online. Yeah. He posted it himself, but I thought it was really well done, very well produced. Hey, man. Flair got him under the wing, Bro, dog. I mean, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I like the, cha- I like the chain with the mask on. Oh, him. yeah. I, mean, I don't know yeah. what it is. It's like, it, to me, it's not corny. Like, it's just like, nah. like you know, he used to say, like, he's like the face of luchadors. And, 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 the, and then, you know, now he's the face of Latinos. It's like, yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. More of that. Um, Tony Schiavone interview with Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy. Um, I mean, not a whole lot to talk about here besides he said, gosh, darn it, knew it was better than me on the mic or whatever the hell yeah. he said. I was like, well, shit, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know yeah. uh, but, you know, Jungle Boy, he came out, and I got to say, he had the swag, though. He did, though. He carried uh, himself very well. Not too much, not too yeah. little on the mic. Natural delivery. Yep. The forearms look good. That's Jack Perry. Um, I mean, it was a good spot for him. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I was just gonna add one note. Uh, yeah, I know Kenny queued up that video. 
and it said it was directed by Michael. Yeah, Na- they keep why uh, they keep messing up his name on, on they purpose. They put Nakasawa because uh, there is a uh, famed Japanese film director named Akira Kurosawa. Uh, he's regarded as one of the most important influential filmmakers in the history of cinema. So it was one of those like, oh, this is how great this is. You know, we're gonna like kind of, you know, it, it, it's like if he, if they said Michael Naka Scorsese or something like that. You know, like <laughs> oh, so. I just wow. thought that was uh, well done because I knew I recognized the. I knew it wasn't a typo. It, it was done for a reason. So yeah, because I was gonna say I, I know that they've been calling him like even on the mic they've been calling him a different name too. Yeah, so that's yeah, why it's I was been like, kind of weird. Yeah, I'm not too like, sure what that is. I was is. like, why are they treating him like the young boy? But he low key has a higher rank. Yeah, than he's like the with. IT guy or I don't know what he is. He, yeah. yeah, he's he's. I mean. He, he's valuable, apparently. Yeah. Jade Cargill promo with Mark Sterling. Mm, I'm sorry, mm. smart Mark. Yeah, smart Mark Sterling. Yeah. Thought this was good. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yep. Straight to the point. Coined a catchphrase. I mean, it was coined already. Yeah. But, but he's like, well, but since now, we get residuals every time you say it, you might as well hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like this presentation. Yeah. I do. And the fact that she's not wrestling every week. Yep. I mean, she could be there, yeah. literally there. I, I said before, based on aesthetics, I said, oh, yeah, she could be there, Bianca Belair. Nah, she could be there, Charlotte Flair. Mm. I'm saying it. I'm not saying mm. Britt Baker can't be, but I think Britt Baker is just a different She's a talent, diff- yeah. a, like a different breed than Charlotte Flair in the greatest way. Like, I don't think Britt needs to be like Charlotte in, in any way, she doing her own thing, you know what I mean? So, I, and, and I think she's doing especially well. Especially with the DMD. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. And uh, obviously, she's going to come up in a bit right yeah. here. But Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page promo. I wasn't mad at this. Uh, I love the synergy of the promo. Yep. I know you don't really see them as a real team, just like two singles guys, and, and only because you want what's best for both of them. Yeah. But um, but you know what? They are really kind of coming together. I ain't going to lie. It sounds like they got, a, they got a team name. That's what it sounds like. I mean, because yeah, what do they call themselves? Uh, sound, well, they coined the the phrase "men of the year." Men of the year. That's twice, what it was. and then uh, I think in the second time, Ethan hit like a sort of a catchphrase or something. Like oh that. yeah, that's yeah, Scorpio yeah. was like, oh man, that's a good there's catchphrase. No, was, like, yeah, you know, it. there's no place too high, or is or, or something something like this. Something about being high. Some yeah, I can't remember something about the men of the year or here or something like that's that. That's what yeah. I forgot, man. I, I mean, it's not that it was a forgettable promo, but I, I like no, it. No, it, it was catchy. I just can't. It was, it was, you know. At this oh, point, there's only one. Ago. There's only. Oh, there's only going up from here. Yeah, the man of the year. That's yeah, what yeah. It was. Only, that, yeah, the only way to go from here is up when you're the man of the year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're trying. We're, the puzzle pieces are there. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a jar of marmalade. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the the preserves. Jar yes. uh, we, uh, we got Lance Archer murdering someone live on TV. Oh, loved it. I loved this That's every the, week. Yes. Every just, week. just that. Just that. Just that. Yeah. And Jay going, come on. Yeah. Let's get home for supper. Yep. <laughs> it's get, like it's, it's like he's like the Black Widow. Yeah. And he's the Hulk. Like, oh, it's, get, it's getting dark out, big guy. Like, it's I, like, oh. I gotta shrink back to Bruce now. <laughs> Man, you know what Jake should be doing is like maybe there's like a uh, like a uh, gauntlet like on some Man in the Iron Mask shit that that he can come out with like that that Lance is wearing and he opens it up and like it's like he's releasing the Kraken on him or some some shit. He could do something. Where it's like, cause just, that's just like on that like Rick and Morty yeah, toxic and, and episode ha- where he's just like fucking fighting people in the with the, the death dome. <laughs> well, no, or you know, or just like just un- I guess yeah, that's a good way to put. It. I, I guess because 
in the sense of just like unleashing a fucking monster, like like he he's trying to control him coming through the tunnel. Maybe it's like a chain or something. And he oh, unhooks it and he just oh. goes in and fucking murders him. And then he's got to come and retrieve him. You Bro, know, like if he's on be, some like twenty eight days later or yeah. twenty eight weeks. Was it which one? Is it twenty eight weeks later? Twenty eight, twenty eight days with, with, with the zombie. Yeah. Like on uh, the one in the chain, he's like, "There's a oh, weeks. Don't, don't even, don't even." Ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> like that. Yeah, but, yeah. but but yeah, that presentation, best way to do it. Yeah, uh, we had Nyla Rose and Layla Hirsch. I mean, this is way longer than it, it needed. It, to be. Yeah, it was too long. I don't know why they're, they're doing the Baron Corbin Shorty G storyline for some reason. Um, there's no continuity with Vicky. This and, is some and, grade and, A and dark, Darlo. dark. Material. Yeah, it really was. I mean, and the thing is, again, you know, it, I was harping on the burger thing last week, but again, no one really came out of it looking any better. Like Nyla's in this match, and it's like, not that Layla Hirsch hasn't been undefeated all this time, and and you know, bought some stock in her, but it should not have taken her this long to beat her. It, it, yeah, it, it's flat out, especially if she's uh, looking like the next she contender. She took a German suplex from her, and bro. she's four eleven, bro. Like I'm just saying, like I like legit. Like I, I have been watching I her for a while. She needs, she needs to hook up with Miro, bro. I'm telling you something. Or I even thought about her or Team in Taz. Team Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Taz. I, I, you know would what I mean? Pretty good. But that aside, like, yeah, I just felt I just needed like 15 minutes less. Yeah. You know, what I mean, not to hate, but it's like if she's supposed to be, yeah, yeah. I gave, I gave no shits about that burger party last week, and I give no shits about this four eleven like, shorty, like, like. And then I'm I, gonna I don't grab know the why, mic, like, why, why not have Britt Baker just come out and distract her, exactly. or, or have a DQ finish and have her come because, as opposed to now, she's relegated to cutting a promo pre-taped with Tony in a hallway, like a yeah. stair, a stairway. And I wasn't mad at it. It was, but, it was I mean, great. I but, thought yeah. it was funny how you know Tony got in on the the DMD. DMD yeah. I'm like, you can't be biased, Tony. <laughs> this is, oh, this is this is clear Mean Gene Hogan material here, man. Um, this is gonna be great. But I, uh, I like it. Main event though. Yeah. Um, and I know we usually talk about what's coming up next week. I mean, I got I I think I do have that uh, the announcement. So if you want to go on about the main event, I I just thought the main event was good. Hangman and um Hangman got a really good reception. Yeah. Ten uh, was looking really good. Uh, yeah, this was little, a really well uh, little, booked tag. Yeah, team yeah, match, yeah. I, I don't say. know who agented this match. It was really, it, it and it was, uh, um, well paced. I? I thought good measure. You know, big, I mean, big hosses in that all up in that thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, oh, that's. I was like blanking on, on who was uh, who was there. I was like, yeah, Cage and Hobbs. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like their uh, cohesiveness. You don't really see two big guys. I mean, both those guys are big, but they both like like. Hobbs does like the frog, the frog splash, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got you know Cage who does his little you know, dude. He did uh he, he tried to do one of his older moves uh in that match and he missed. Yeah, the, the, I love the the opening sequence. Yeah, he was doing that. I think it's like that. Um, uh, with the inverted pump handle into like that X factor, yeah, and then he like, landed yeah, on yeah, his yeah. feet. Yeah, that whole opening sequence was dope. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty well worked match. Yeah. I, I wasn't mad at the. I mean, I, I figured uh. Hangman was gonna get the win, but actually he didn't. Yeah, ten got the win. I thought that was pretty big for awesome. him. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Negative one. Uh. You know, chugging his water with with, with Colt, which <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, was he cool. definitely was. And there was uh, a little malfunction. He tried to throw the belt again. He declined again. Yeah, and, and, that's. And, what I was gonna uh, say. I know I missed something because Taz. Yeah, Taz was on it. And, you know, Taz was low key getting. He, he was saying some stuff on on commentary like, because yeah. oh, you know, Ricky Stark slapped the piss out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out real. of him, and he was like, "Yeah, he deserved it." I'm like, "Oh, he deserved it." 
I'm like, ooh. Yeah, there's a there's a few things that was going on, like in that slow burn development of Team Taz, whether it's imploding, whether they're kicking Cage out or he's leaving, whatever. But more developments on it, even though it's just taking so fucking long, you know? Yeah, I don't know what's up with all these. I mean, there's so many, there's all these seeds that are planted. Yeah. And you're like, well, some of these can just, you know, be different plants. It just <laughs> like, makes me think, though, like, I mean, I don't get why there's so much involvement from Ricky if he's got such a serious neck injury. You know what I mean? Maybe, is it not? Is like maybe I'm he's sure rehabbing probably... instead of surgery or something? Because it seems like eventually he's going to have to go against Ricky, right? I mean, obviously Hobbs versus Cage is a money match. Cause maybe maybe dudes, they're going to have him take, uh, take him off TV, mm-hmm. and then he'll come back as a heel. I see what you're saying, yeah. And then they'll they'll run it then, but hey, no shade. We've we 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 we've praised him mm-hmm. in uh, recent efforts. Yep. But I'm just saying, if I'm Starks and I took that German suplex from Adam Page and it was ugly, absolutely. And, and <laughs> it was absolutely ugly. And and I'm coming back from a rehab yeah. uh, neck injury. I don't know the first person I want to fight is is Cage. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, you, you saw how he threw fucking Hangman up into the, that that pose, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For Jeez, sure. Uh, man. But yeah, but you know, was, I got personal heat though. Yeah, I know. It. I know it, man. <laughs> just you know, if just you know, just yeah. I don't know. Should be interesting though. I know. Uh, yeah, that was the main event. As far yeah. as uh, next week, I believe we have a. Uh, Let's see, it's a, a trios match. Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers against Penta El Zero Miedo, Eddie Kingston, and Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, why uh, is Abraham uh, does is it was pictured? Yeah. I was like, so you rolling with him again? Like, what is going on? I don't dude? know, man. Semi non regular booking, I, you know. I was like, did, did, did Pac okay him to be in the crew? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we do have the uh, sit down interview with Andrade El Adolo and Jim Ross. Uh, Orange Cassidy with best friends and Chris Statlander uh, will go against uh, Cesar Benoni and the Wingmen, apparently is their name, uh, that, that conglomerate. Oh, yeah. Of, no, uh, yeah. I know that the Mustachioed men. I, I know that they, they've been the Wingmen, but it's just the weirdest book. Bunch of wingmen ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we do have Darby Allen taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page in that uh, Daddy Stay Home handicap match. And of course, Hager versus Wardlow. <laughs> Daddy Stay. <laughs> hey, man, it's just, it's just keeping it in, in, in with the theme, you know? Sting, I mean it. Go out and get some cigarettes and forget <laughs> where I live. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, MMA rules cage fight is what it's being uh, advertised as. And of course, they That's, also yeah, let us know week, that yeah. uh, Saturday, not Friday, but Saturday, yep. June 26th, it, it will be the title match between Jungle Boy and Kenny Omega. Jungle um, Boy! <laughs> you said a lot of lies in this ring, Jungle Boy. Tonight. Tonight. Oh, man. You're going to dine with... Nah, I, I got nothing. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was dynamite, you know? Yes, sir. That was dynamite. Dynamite, baby. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I mean, um, I know we're probably going to have to take a break, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, man. Uh, you know. Pay some bills. Pay some bills. That's and then we uh, we're going to come back. With uh, pretty much all things NXT, I think. I mean, we got the In Your House. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the episode for this week. Yeah. Big news, obviously. We will get into it. And, and then, of course, uh, uh, we, we got the b- b- predictions. Pristine predictions. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we'll be right back. If you smell, no, you guys know what it is. It's Doc Lesnar, the 
MC. If you guys know what it is, let me talk to you just for one second, because I'm here with a PSA. I'm here with the undeniable universal truth. That's my album, the only album that matters in this mad, mad world. This is awesome has gone 18K streams. That's right. 18K streams worldwide. I told you guys about it. I told you to jump on the train. I told you we were pulling right into the station. And now it's starting to feel like a little too late. It's starting to feel like you didn't take my warning for real. But hey, <laughs> don't you worry. If you didn't get a chance to go one on one with the beige one, go ahead and check it out for yourself. Because I got every single one of my Lesnar maniacs spreading the word to their mother, their uncle, their brother, their sister, their cousin, everybody who's been talking all about one thing. This is is awesome you guys know what it is check it out now i'm gonna have physical copies coming very very soon of course but in the meantime do what you got to do because i am the strong styling profiling microphone killing ice cold chilling chin checking tower gang repping beard swagging beer bashing son of a gun i'm having a hard time keeping these streams down welcome to the quincy jones show featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet quincy jones and doc lesnar yep yep and we are back man yes, sir. Uh, let's uh let's serve it to him let's serve it to him yeah i mean we you were know just how talking this about go. It. yeah yep. we got uh we were just talking about nxt time man it's uh we just had a uh, paper on sunday it was the uh, takeover in your house and uh it kicked off with a winner take all six-man tag team match um of course it was the champion side of things msk and bronson reed teaming up against legato del fantasma um you know really just for me the ups and downs of this. There was a lot of good pacing, great timing. It was kind of like a really fun match to kick off the show. I was, I would say, in the trios offense. I'm, was, I'm not uh, gonna really lie. Good. I was actually kind of surprised this this one would have kicked off the show, not the Mercedes uh, Martinez. True. Uh, Zaya Lee. Yeah, I, that, that's that, that what had I that done. had some stuff that went on after that as, as well. We could talk about um, this match. I didn't mind, but um, you know, sue me, get at me, tweet me if you must, but. Uh-huh. I personally felt like everything except the main event they could have took and put on on NXT and made in in your house on TV. They probably could have. I mean, um, this match again was fun, but it definitely like, could have been. I, I it was as fun as their six man they had on, as the main event not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, I will say that the obviously if you guys follow like history within your house, they're they're that's how the dudes with attitudes won all the straps was in a match similar to this to, yeah. to this. Yep. Um, I think it was what the was it British? Yeah, British Bulldog and Owen versus Sean and Diesel. Yep. And Sean and Diesel already had the world in the Intercontinental titles, respectively. So I get it, you know, a little callback, but for those that don't know it, you know. Yeah. I will say this though, I thought it was dope to see the Michinoku driver uh by Santos because it was like, wow, you picked up Bronson Yo, Reed. That was that dope. was impressive. And though, uh yeah. I liked how, you know, there's that age old we hit the finish and I'm going to tie up with the partner and he shoves me, you know, he blitzes and you know, this, I like how they change it up where I think it was Wes who did a springboard, uh, sent on yeah. and they landed. And I thought, so I thought that was like different, you know, um, yeah, there the, was, there was, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, MSK, their, their offense was bananas on this one. I yeah. like their cohesion with, uh, 
read. You yeah, because they had that that Santon. Yeah, right. And, and, and but it, it was cool because you saw this and it looked fluid for the the perception of them teaming for the first time. Yeah, even though they kind of ran in circles together because they've been saving each other the past couple weeks. So definitely, but, but yeah, uh, it was it was the, pretty the, cool. The Matching finish, gear too. Yeah, know? definitely. And uh, the finish comes where uh, basically we do see Santos. He grabs the uh, belt. <laughs> And I'll bring that up later on in the uh, NXT review. Um, and he gets uh, basically Hulk smashed through the plexiglass. No, nah, it was uh, like a dump the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, we do see uh, MSK hit end uh, transmission. And then they tag Reed to hit the tsunami splash for the win. Uh, I wasn't mad at the plexiglass spot. It was fun. It did look a little believable. But I'm not sure if it was absolutely needed. You know I, what I mean? I wasn't mad at it, but it was just kind of like that. That spot we just uh, were talking about with Hager and Jake. Yeah. I mean, uh, Hager and Wardlow during Stadium Tampa, where it's like, I don't know if the whole thing needed to come off, but if you would have had like a a piece of it, yeah, you know, it wouldn't, you know, like it's like, it's kind of like that barricade spot that's like always, uh, like like Roman Reigns does it all the time. Um, It, 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 it happens so much. Yeah. That like you know it's it's not like special anymore like you don't even, you're not even impressed with it you know anymore yeah uh, just because of the fact you're like okay well that's obviously a movie trick you know what I mean because it just the person just has to fall on top oh, of yeah. it so it's like you know when I saw that it didn't really come off as impressive yeah I did like the spot I mean but it, it was I, just oh the, think, so the whole thing just felt I'm like I oh. think we've seen it look worse where it's like ah that wasn't enough contact so i thought like, Bronson too, was big enough to yeah i mean you know, that's true but I, I took that's why i say it, it the it colossus thing the fact yeah. that that does play was it fun play. to watch yeah 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 it, was it needed nah like that's how i looked at I it mean, but it was a good way to protect santos he, they the could have saved that spot for a singles match for for the very I mean, true since it seems like that's where it's going to be going down the line yeah, and that's the stemming of why they're beefing i guess uh, after this, we do get a uh, parking lot confrontation between The Way and Kyle. Uh, after it. that, yeah, I loved it too. Uh, we do have uh, the match you were just talking about, Mercedes versus Zia Lee. Um, for this man, I mean, I, there was some innovative uh, offense, I will say, from Zaya. There was like that seated Cobra clutch she did on the middle rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, But, I mean, this thing kind of had a, a little uh, suplex city going on. You know I mean? There was some exploders. It was and, definitely and, a, and, and, uh, a, a, a sleeper match. Yeah. Um, that cliffhanger was dope too. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, dude. Cause you, the fact that you called the cliffhanger though. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised Vic even knew, you know. And I will say that the match got pretty physical, uh, you know, pretty quickly. There was some clunkiness. Zaya tried like hell to get Mercedes in the ring a couple times, and it just didn't look great. Um, but there was a point where, um, you know, we do see kind of, I guess, the BTE triggers, uh, you know to Zaya and uh Boa actually pulls Zaya to ringside. There you go. And then I remember he kind of shoves, you know, Mercedes, which was weird that there wasn't a DQ. Yeah. And then Mercedes shoves him and then back body drops Zaya on the floor. But she throws her back in the ring and Zaya kind of like counters immediately. I'm thinking, yo, that was a back body drop on the floor though. You know what I'm saying? So I thought yeah. there, there wasn't a lot of selling for that. But uh, you know, the, they always they always sell. It's not a whole lot of protection. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But uh, there there is a uh, the finish comes where Zaya escapes the uh, air raid siren and does hit the, like that uh, spinning roundhouse kick for the win. Uh, you did mention it. There was some post match uh, where we see Boa hand a chair to Zaya Lee, but Mercedes uh, she avoids the contact. She gets the chair and actually gives a chair shot to both of them on the back. Yeah, she's uh, lighting them up. Yeah, yeah. Boa tries to pull Zaya to safety, but gets 
a second chair shot to the back. And then Mercedes actually threatens to break Zaya's neck and gives her one more as well before the lights go out. We see Mei Ying. Uh, finally remembered her name. Stay! Uh, uh, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Ying! Ying! Uh, I've been uh, on the week to week been trying to remember her last name, but Mei Ying uh, emerges on the ramp. Uh, she's you know sitting in her throne basically. Mercedes is very game though. Meets her halfway. Actually calls her a bitch as well. And she's Word. on that chair. But uh, Mei gets that Tongan death grip. Uh, we've seen her use before. Until Mercedes uh, uses the chair to kind of create distance, but she locks in another one and throws her off the ramp into the plexiglass. Uh, while Zaya and Boa join her on the yeah, ramp. I had to know. I had to know how you felt about that. Because I know we've been kind of not necessarily patient on, like, waiting hand and foot on this thing. But we've been like, okay, well, where are they going with this? They took so much with the production, yeah. the vignettes. But they're unfolding this really carefully still, even though she's still having matches. And we still don't know who, what's up with this Mia Ying or May, 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 yeah. May Ying like type of situation. It, it's whole, weird like, because... They were playing it like she had never gotten up out of her seat and gotten physical before, which is not I remember, true. yeah, Beth was like, she hasn't left that throne in so many years. Yeah, but like, it's like she did it to Caden Carter. And that was when she first debuted, like, that secondhand smoke thing she does where she breathes. It ain't nothing but a shotgun, my dude. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but shotgun, where little she, buddy. But she locked in that Tongan death grip standing from her chair. She got down and then blew smoke in her face and... She passed out, you know, but I guess we're supposed to forget about that. I don't know. But it wasn't bad. Um, and then we we do see, you know, on NXT this week that uh, Raquel, or not Raquel, but Mercedes isn't done with uh, T and Shaw at all. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, we do see Xylee. <laughs> at least she, I liked her entrance. I liked her attire. And I like that she got her first match and win on a takeover, but it was kind of an underwhelming match. I, I was just going to ask, I mean, just the whole team or the, the May – Ying thing, uh, segment after. Do you think that that hurt Mercedes? I mean, she had already taken the loss. Uh, I felt like take you know the chair shots was a redeemer, but then like I don't know if she necessarily had to be like the next. Yeah, I mean y'all could have put Zoe Starks up in there. True, just saying. Very true, but I don't know. I mean, since she, since you handed her wins, I guess with the chair thing, it would have been interesting if like. Maybe they just did, they could have waited to NXT. It was two days later anyway, so they could have just done it then if they needed to extend it. But I don't feel any any which way about it. You know, like I had a feeling that Merce- like I said when we made predictions, she's a vet. She didn't necessarily need the win, though it made more sense for her to win, seeing as she's trying to get back to the title. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, speaking of titles, see, but what does Zaya do after that? Uh, maybe she's in a. I don't know. Maybe she's. I, I don't know. I mean, oh, I know, I know, I know. Zoe Starks is going to be her friend then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's will turn on her. But uh, speaking of titles, uh, Million Dollar Championship Ladder Match. Uh, it's Graham yeah. and Grimes, L.A. Knight. Yeah. So I got to, I got to, I got to be honest with you, man. Yeah. You know me. Two of my favorites. Yeah. Sean and Razor. Yeah. WrestleMania ten. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, first, first of all, that's they one did of my it favorite. twice. I think yeah. at Mania then at SummerSlam, but yeah. That first of all, the WrestleMania 10 card is just one of my favorites, just top to bottom. Yeah, but watching that match, I remember emotionally, you know, I was I remember crying. I love both. I was a fan you of were both. torn. I yeah. was torn. Like I'm watching this. I like, will never I, forget that. I no. was worked. Like I I really was on it. Yeah. So I have a high standard for for ladder matches, and, and obviously a huge heart for them. Mm-hmm. As much as I love both these guys, I I was in and out of this match. 
I'm really? Not, I was really in and out of this match. I don't know wow. what it was, and I was really trying. I like, really enjoyed the match. I, I, I was I, to me. I think uh, there were just some. They, I felt like besides the swinging neck record that looked a little wild, that there were some really, dare I say, responsible bumps taken on the on the ladder. Like that, you didn't see anything you had not seen before, but in a good way. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I felt I like mean, they they worked it a lot smarter than. The six or multi man ladder matches we see where people are getting power bombed on this and, you know, using this shit to do a senton, Damian Priest. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, it, it didn't yeah. get that wild. It was, yeah, it just true, felt true. more traditional. So, yeah, for me, it was like, that's the thing with the ladder matches with NXT. They don't have a whole lot of them. Uh, so when they do have them, they do feel special. So you don't oversee, you know, I mean, even if they do the spots you're used to seeing or desensitized to. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as how it is. They freaking like whore out the ladder match main roster. You know what I mean? A little bit. You know they have like standard sips, and then they have a whole pay per view called TLC. You know what I mean? They have oh, you're like, true. You're, yeah, you true. know, so sometimes like you know it, it gets kind of like you know. So that's why I like that they they have like the they're slow to put the emphasis on the big matches for NXT. I, I agree. or they create their own matches that are big for NXT. You know, like the yeah the cage match or the cage fight match and all that stuff like that. I mean, personally, uh, I, the unsanctioned match, how they do that and stuff like that. You yeah, know what I mean, true. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, as far as like this, like I didn't like you're right. I didn't mind the more traditional approach to it. Um, I think one of the reasons that I I just kind of came to myself as far as like why maybe I was in and out of it is I feel like it was a ladder match for nothing. Because I don't think that championship is going to be like an active championship. Yeah, that that's the that's what's weird, and we'll get back to that topic as we you know we review NXT for this week. But I will say I thought there was some nonstop action. Um, my downs would be Knight taking ninety percent of the bumps because I feel like when someone does that in a gimmick match, it kind of gives away the finish. Yeah. You know, yep. um, and the finish was Grimes. We do see him hit a nice diving crossbody from that ringside yeah. pillar on the floor. Yeah. Uh, Grimes goes to climb the ladder, but Knight uh, tips him over onto a ladder bridge on the ramp. Uh, Knight climbs the ladder, grabs a briefcase to win the belt. That was a hell of a bump he took on that. Yeah, ramp. definitely, uh, and it was like the most dangerous one besides that neck breaker, really. Uh, and uh, you know, after the match, DiBiase presents the million dollar title to LA Knight as Pyro goes off, and you know, you see the you know they, he hits the uh, chuckle and all that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, next, we did have the NXT Women's Title match: uh, Raquel Gonzalez defending against Ember Moon. Um, I like that they had some intangibles here. They said Ember is fiery, which they've used before, but while Raquel was ruthless and a powerhouse, and they named that power bomb, my dude, is no longer just called the single arm or the choke bomb or whatever. It's the chingona bomb. Oh. That was in her. Uh, that that was. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, you know. Basically, we do see a good match, a good competitive match. We talked about it off mic that. I believe this match, Ember was the right one to be out, to go out there and help Raquel look good. I feel like there's been a weird, like, you know, hesitation in momentum since Raquel has won the title. I've been a big uh, proponent of Raquel on, on this platform for sure. I know you've definitely become a fan of hers as well. Yeah, 100%. And so that we just been concerned about the presentation of her being the champion, especially since you know, sometimes people get that big moment and then nothing happens really after that. It's like a slow 
roll, you know, or to get the ball rolling, you know, because you you want people to really grow into that champion role. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like this match was the best thing she's done uh, in in ring since she's become champion. Would you agree? I I definitely agree. Um, Since becoming champion, she's definitely had some bangers prior to being champion. That's definitely got her to the dance. She not only got to the dance, but she ran for a prom queen and then won. Yeah. But since then, it's like, okay, you're still posting about the prom. Yeah. So what's next? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, um, that, that's interesting you say that, too, because I felt like we all kind of knew the destination of this match. Yeah, yeah. But, but sometimes the journey there is is what counts. You know what I mean? I felt yeah, like... I mean, I felt like she did a really good job. Like you said, she, you know, she turned good me into a fan. chemistry, too. I mean, I, I, it's not that I want her to be running people over. Mm-hmm. I just think that she could still be having competitive matches without, like, coming off so much, like, still, like, oh, man... That's dope. Dakota Kai's uh, bodyguard got the got the title because yeah. she's still like even though she's bigger yeah, than Dakota. When you look at the presentation when they show up on screen, Dakota is still in front of her. Yeah, a little bit. She wasn't. I know she didn't pose in front of her. Yeah, uh, you know, coming in th- this time and uh, true. But uh, yeah, we do see uh, basically ecl- uh, we do see an eclipse. But uh, Kai was able to drape uh, Raquel's leg on the rope, prompting Shotzi to come down and chase her off. Uh, Ember hits a reckless tornado DDT. I must say to the stage outside uh, and does get a near fall. But Raquel counters the eclipse with a snake eyes and follows with a chingona bomb for the snake win. Snake eyes, man. She, she, I like the I like how she brings that back. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, because a lot of people really take advantage of that move and don't really you know with her height power all that stuff but uh yeah man i did like the alternate counters to the power bomb besides the eclipse because i felt like they wear that yeah, out exactly. during the, yeah. you know the weeks uh, coming and, up now it's keys because you didn't want to do the same thing because again then you're like oh let me guess you guys are gonna run it back on monday on, on tuesday yeah exactly but you know what i mean i would it's- say my downs there was some hesitation at times but really was uh the ref not calling a dq and or banning kai for ringside because she helped Raquel get the rope at one point, clearly within her eyeline. Yeah, no, like, she, yeah, like, she was pushing the 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 rope forward. Exactly, yeah. and it was just like, yo, there's no way you missed that. And then I just, I mean, I, I don't know if that would necessarily be a DQ, but I would definitely throw her out. Yeah, grounds throw. Yeah, for 100%. sure. And then, um. I just didn't get why Shotzi didn't just come down to ringside. I was to begin just with. gonna say, why didn't she just return with Ember to begin with yeah, in the tank? Because Kai's involvement is what this is all based on, right? Yeah. So you know she's gonna get involved. So why go? Like, I'll just wait and then I'll chase her. Yeah, off. they could have like, the psychology. I mean, she should have been out there with her. That you could have changed the psychology of the match where it's not now Dakota thinking twice about getting involved. Yeah. And then now it's not so much about. Dakota Kai's uh, folk, uh, the focus on Dakota Kai's involvement of the match. Now, you know, it's if they are going to have them to fight and go into the crowd and leave, now most of it is, is the focus on Raquel. Exactly. You know what I mean? Where it's supposed to be. So, but mm-hmm. I digress, man. I mean, yeah. we did get a good finish to this match. Yeah. Uh, the Chingona bomb. Yeah. I'm, one, I'm a, yeah. The, but two, the, no one's. Three. No one's daring to say it on 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 uh, commentary yet. I think because none of them got the chops to to pronounce it right. Who knows? We got the Gringo uh, Killer and the Chagona Bomb. Right. I like uh, we do have the announcement of uh, Takeover Great American Bastard July sixth. Yep. Uh, yep. We do have some match announcements, but we're going to get into <laughs> NXT after this, so yep. not, not really much to go on there. But we have the main event. Yep. Um, well, before that, we do see Raquel and Kai are being separated by refs and security uh, from Moon and Shotzi, which I didn't. I guess it was just this string. 
this whole regal because I didn't realize this regal losing control thing was an angle to the end of the night. And and yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just thought he was just you know playing yeah mind games. Man. Uh, but, main yeah. event: Adam Cole, Pete Dunne. Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Leon Ruff, you know, oh, challenging the champion, carrying <laughs> cross in a fatal five way. I'll just go with my ups because there was way too much action to cover. Yeah, uh, ups, nonstop action from everyone involved. Yep, innovative two for one offense by all, and yep. I did enjoy the three man format, which differed from the usual two man format you see used in four ways, where uh, you know two every two guys, you know, and they kind of Rubik's cube it up to see who's gonna, yeah. you know. So the they, three, they like the yeah, they line. I, I did like the uh, the suplexes over the barricade. I just had to yeah. throw that one in there. And then uh, I, the downs, I would say, uh, could have used some more selling after some spots. And then yes. I was not a fan. Yes. I don't care if anyone. Someone, at, t- someone took a German on the outside and got up. Yeah, dude. bro. But at me right now. At me, I don't care. I did, did not care for Cole and Kyle briefly joining forces. No, that was fucking. For, to, you know? I uh, mean, because it's like. At he, all. Without it, properly selling it. I it was, was like. like no, not enough hesitation, not no. enough, fuck you, why would I do, you know, this is for the greater, let's take this guy out, then we, none of that. It just, it's, it was not good, it didn't illustrate well, I wasn't a fan, so. Especially because it could have been, like, him and someone else, and then Adam Cole could have, like, super kicked him yeah. off the apron to help them. It was just one of those things where I'm like, look, I know you guys are trying to do, trying to be Sean and Triple H, you know, uh, yeah. uh, double suplex on the, uh, you know, during yeah, the triple yeah. threat with Benoit. But I'm like, no, dude, it's not that long. You yeah. got to let that shit steam off, bro. Exactly. But uh, the finish comes where uh, Kyle, he counters the last shot from Cole, locks in a double heel hook. But uh, Karrion manages to rise up and lock in the cross jack and an O'Reilly till he passes out for the win. Uh, you, think, you think that table spot was botched or was supposed to stay? Um, I don't know. All I know is that that table won't break for shit because we see something else happen on NXT. Yeah, you're <laughs> and right. It's stiff as fuck. And I'm just gonna say tripping. it's been like that for weeks, dog. Like there's been a couple I've noticed that like I've literally written and the the table does not give way. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like been three or four times now in the last month. So I uh, did want to debate this with you before. Well, let me just – we go off the air because uh, Regal's on his way out the arena. He's asked his thoughts on how uh, TakeOver ended. He says, after seven years as GM, he's never seen so much bedlam. It's madness. Thinks it's time for a change. Walks out with a tear in his eye. I knew you were going to hit it. Yeah, because everybody else did it. I've been uh. watching. Uh, they did a review. But I wanted to ask you this. So I – I don't know how I feel, but there's a small debate in the IWC whether, you know, if because Cross took a lot of offense, right? You know, getting thrown through the the, the set, being put, you know, stiff, not really put through a table, but you know, there was yeah, just a lot of I, take I know, him out. I know him. where I know where you're going with this. Yeah. A lot of people feel like that uh, this match exposed Cross. I was gonna say, do you think he? It, do you think taking so much offense exposed him, or did do you think it's his final finest hour? endurance wise and it just didn't translate well for me i, I mean i could see where they're coming but at the same time because yeah, everybody's quick to jump on that I, I'm, I'm thinking that at the same time you have to be in, in the under, under under the understanding that these other guys are smaller than him significantly mm-hmm. some of them significantly shit he got that double doomsday that's how small you know what I mean? like like it's one of those shit. things where it's like Maybe there's stuff in mind, but they can't do it because he's bigger. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, you know, I don't think it's entirely him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because going Cause, into cause the match. I think the idea going into, I'm sorry, no, you're good. is he is the one willing to go against all four of these guys. Yeah. So in turn, it's not a surprise to me that most of the match is them trying to take him out for a little bit. 
so that they can, I mean, because when you think about it, they're selling the fact that no one thinks that they're going to be able to beat him. Yeah. So now they're all focused on taking him out momentarily with enough time to try to beat each other. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And, and I, I think that's it's just difference of perception because yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's a big group that are still not sold on Cross, didn't see anything he did in Impact, didn't see anything he did in yeah, FSW, a lot of people didn't don't, see anything still he not did. Sold. Uh, and what's the what's the other stuff he did? The um, uh, Maverick Pro, the Maverick, and what's the uh, 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 with with Josh Barnett? Oh, for blood sport, with blood sport. Like they don't know all that stuff. They haven't seen the development of his character. Some of them don't care for FSW him at all. W in Vegas. Like, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of them stuff, do dude. believe he's just like a musclehead dude. You know, which I don't agree with whatsoever. Um, you know, and it's not just because we booked the guy and and I had a chance to get to know the guy a little bit, but just and you know, if you know anything about him, he really takes his crap very very seriously, especially with training. Uh, he's always expanding his repertoire. You know what I mean? So, but a lot of people believe that he, you know, once this got booked, uh, that wow, this is going to be dumb because he's the only guy that can't work. You know, you gotta, you know, he's going against all the workers, basically, is what they said. And so they just thought it was a lopsided match, and I never saw it that way. I thought I mean, it was like one versus all. This could be really cool. I'm just surprised they're doing it this early well, instead I mean, of what, like What all, did they you know? expect for him to just stay in the match? And I mean, look, the thing is, they've sold Cross on so many things where it's like people have gotten their finish on him early in the match, and he gets kicks out at a one. Yeah. So it's like they've sold that he's been hard to keep down. Yeah. So what is he supposed to do? Like, yeah. You know, like just dominate everyone the whole match and just run the gauntlet and just like it's either bore people with dominating offense or he proves them right by getting written off. You know, with a big spot. You know what I mean, mean, or whatever. Like that's the thing is like you know yeah they have to take into account. Okay, look what they the story they told. What it took to take him out, Mm -hmm. as opposed what it takes to take each other out. Yeah. Just small stuff like that. No appreciation for that or. I mean, again, like you said, would they rather him just slaughter everybody? Or, or would they rather him get his shit in and then let everyone else get their shit in too? I mean, I just feel like they didn't feel that way when it was Daniel Bryan versus uh, Brock Lesnar or AJ versus Brock Lesnar or Finn versus Brock. They all watched to see if they, you know, but see, even the, though they fell away, they're like, but maybe, see, maybe they'll beat him. The difference you know? is those were one-on-one matches, so exactly. I think people yeah, are thinking like, oh, he doesn't know how to work with multiple people, or I don't know. Or like, maybe they thought, oh, there's there's multiple people so someone could take the pin. Maybe that's what they thought, too. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, that was... It sounds uh, like sour, yeah, more like sour grapes to Yeah, me, how yeah. they would book, right? I wasn't mad at, like I said, because they book him such a monster heel, like, it makes sense why they had to take yeah. him out at certain parts. I will of the say match. that match was really long, though, like extremely long. They, but they, they they don't complain when they had to take out Bobby Lashley in the triple threat. Yeah, seriously, man. Well, you know, as they say on wrestling, we regret. Like what you like, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a uh, NXT takeover in your house, and uh, I'm going to transition not, now. Not my casa. <laughs> not, me, not our casa. <laughs> not at the castle. But uh, I'm, I'm going to transition to this week's NXT. We're going to yeah, be man. reviewing really quick. Uh, we start with the in-ring promo from GM William Regal. Uh, he's emotional, talking about the first takeover. Uh, he called it as a commentator. Talks about the growth and vision of NXT. Says he's given all he can and doesn't know if he's capable of giving the universe what they deserve anymore. And gets interrupted by Cross. Cross calls him pathetic. Demands uh, Regal leaves immediately. And I wasn't then, a fan of, of of Cross doing this. I mean, I understood why they were setting it up that way, but I was just like, you've never really talked to Regal or dressed Regal this way before. See, I think it's because a lot of people mistook his interaction for a lot. I think a lot of people thought he was be, becoming a tweener, and I never really thought that. I just thought there was just some. Um, 
very gray area language being used. You know what I'm saying? At the mm. time, like, I'll fight anyone. I'm a fighting champion. But fighting champion, I think it's synonymous with a face champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not running from nobody. And yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trying to call my yeah, shots. You, you haven't like, really seen someone that's, like, willing to run mm. the gauntlet as a heel. They usually like to try to retain all, all you know, yeah. always possible. Exactly. Possible, but, yeah. But he was just getting his heat back, I think. But uh, he says Yeah, Regal, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, he, he basically wants credit for uh, Regal's departure because he knows he can conquer the world. And uh, Samoa Joe arrives, uh, which, you know, this basically got spoiled for everybody on the internet. Because yeah, I wish I would have not known and really got that feeling of surprise because when I was just waiting for his music, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Well, I mean, I feel like the night before when he said it's time for a change, I was like, sounds like it's going to be Joe. And then in, literally I went online and that was like ev- the leading theory for everybody, yeah. you know, because we were talking about how he was at P- the PC and all that stuff. So uh, Joe says he believes Regal needs to have a word with them. And Regal basically offers him the new role of uh, GM of NXT. But Joe declines and f- explains that uh, Regal's shoes and shadow are too big to fill. Uh, says despite being trouble for Regal back in the day, he always had respect for him and he likes to be the one who makes sure Regal gets his respect in NXT. Regal's intrigued by, uh, by the idea and sets the conditions that Joe cannot compete and cannot lay hands on talent and then looks right at Cross and says, unless he's provoked, which takes his smile away, which I really liked, because, you know, they're just teasing this until Joe gets cleared, basically. Uh, Joe accepts the offer, then asks Cross what he's still doing in the ring and taunts him with a TikTok young champion before he and Scarlett <laughs> I, slowly exit the ring. I, I was like, the only thing left to ask is, what are you still doing in the ring? <laughs> yeah. uh, next we get... I, I, uh, I, well, I just got to say, I was yeah. really mad that they didn't let him come out, because I was really hoping, I was like, I don't yeah. want his I don't want his music to hit first, I just want to hear the... Yep. Rigo! I, I, that, I was like, damn it! That's a, that, that, that's literally i was i knew i was coming on this episode and i knew to let you do it so because that's exactly what i was thinking yeah so, i was like so many lost opportunities right. uh we do have a uh, the tag match uh imperium versus brazongo brazongo nope, nope. or Say uh defeat imperium sorry versus <laughs> brazongo dango uh imperium <laughs> dominate most of the match but uh fabian gets uh he he basically comes in after breeze gets a hot tag clocks him really with a lariat that knocks dango off the apron only to walk into a small package or a pulse package uh depending which podcast hey. you listen to from breeze for the surprise win post-match imperium jump brazongo and leave breeze laying with a european bomb and uh, they drape their banner over him and then do their pose yeah i was like I didn't know. It's the big buildup for this, yeah. No. I, I didn't realize they were doing the whole uh, the the banner thing. I was like, all right. Yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe it's new. Who knows, man? Uh, we do have backstage drama. Kyle and Adam Cole yeah. are uh, being restrained from each other by security in the back. Regal's in the middle. Regal books them for a straight one-on-one match or Cole versus Kyle 2, if you want to call it that, at uh, the Great American Bash. Well, and then uh, tells both men to handpick an opponent for next week. Didn't he say it was an unsanctioned match? No, he said the first match they had was unsanctioned. Oh, that's what it was. I, yeah. I was about to say, I, like, I, I could have swore. I was like, did he just book him in another unsanctioned match? I'm like, why? Nah. nah he, he, I think he was like, the we had an unsanctioned match, but that didn't work because clearly there's still animosity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... But uh, they oblige, uh, or they accept the uh, match, and uh, of course, to handpick their opponents. But uh, Kyle gets free, takes a fight to Cole. When Joe intervenes, he uh, separates Kyle uh, by shoving him against the roll-up door. Then Cole kind of shoves 
Joe to the side, who is like, oh, get off who me. realizes, yeah. oh, I've just been prompted, takes his uh, jacket off and responds with a coquina clutch, tells security to tell Cole that when he wakes up that Regal awaits his answer as to who his opponent will be next week. Uh, we do have a promo so, from... So go ahead. Is it, he's like a, an enforcer or like a heavy? I would say he's both. That's hmm. the same in my opinion. Heavy-handed enforcer. I think heavy if he's a heel, enforcer if he's a face, right? I don't know. Uh, Santos Escobar promo. He basically says what happened at TakeOver was a tragedy. He says he saw his reflection in the title when he held it in his hands before he went through the barricade. Uh, but he calls out Reed for squashing him, but realizes that must be the only thing you can do and says that must be a weakness. Uh, and then ends by saying he's coming for him one-on-one to take the belt as he wants his reflection to become a reality. I, I liked how he said that. I, I liked the promo. I thought the argument, though, was a little weak. Yeah. Um, and it was weird that he didn't have the squad with him. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was yeah. It, yeah. it made it a little more weaker. But I really uh, want them to win the tag straps. I, I, yeah, I don't they, know what's going on. They really man. want me over. Like yeah. I mean, I'm already a Raw Mendoza fan, but yeah, because now they're getting personality. You yeah. Know? So uh, we do have Kushida, cruiserweight champion, with the yeah. cruiserweight open, uh, and it's answered by Trey Baxter, all heart Trey Baxter, the former Blake Christian. I yeah, say. he was all heart Blake Christian. Yeah, this was athletic, man. I liked it. Uh, at one point, Kyle comes down and watches from the ramp, which kind of you know. Buries the lead of, you know, who he's probably going to choose for next week. Uh, Kushida plays his hits. Baxter does shine with a rebound, Spanish fly, and a springboard 450. But we see an avalanche jumping arm breaker from Kushida. Soccer kick to the arm and a hoverboard lock for the win. They do shake hands uh, after the match. And then Kyle enters the ring, clarifies, I'm not here to accept your open challenge, but I'm issuing one of my own for next week. Kushida accepts. And uh, I'm I'm about it. Um, you know what? I, I did like how he gave both of them respect, too. Like, he even showed Love to uh to Trey yeah Baxter yeah kind of patted him on, on the way back out. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I thought he was like coming out there. I was like I was like man he must I was like uh, <laughs> is he about to pick the bones he's unglued like like yeah I thought maybe like after like he was like I'm, since I can't touch Adam it's gonna be you Trey like I thought he was gonna beat him up just for collateral mm-hmm. but uh yeah it, yeah it was a good segment yeah I mean wasn't bad. and again I told you I was confused at first I thought that Regal said that they pick each other's opponents yeah but, but they're picking. Their, their own, own opponents, yeah, exactly. The testers. So I was like, so if I'm Adam Cole, it's like Drake Maverick, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, man. Uh, we do have a backstage interview with Frankie Monet, but she just kind of steers the pot. Um, she she basically says, "I'm gonna have an encore presentation next week," which is, I guess, the big takeaway before like stirring the pot with the Robert Stone brand. Uh, we do get a vignette from Mercedes Martinez as well. Uh, she talks about how uh, you know she did feel the wrath of T and Shaw. That's the faction, not Mei Ying, which we keep trying to figure out. So many names. There's so many names yeah. in, in this. like. Yeah, but uh, she felt the wrath to take over, but maintains she's the wrong person to mess with, and she's not going nowhere. Uh, she threatens Boa for getting involved and notes her and Zaya now have exchanged wins and kind of welcomes a rubber match at any time. Uh, she ends saying next time Mei Ying won't have a chance to get out of her chair because she's going to knock her out of it. I didn't think that was a good way to end it, but you know, you're not doing anything knocking somebody out of a chair. You know what I mean? Like, well, like, it was funny because when she said that, I was like, "Please do it, uh, a chompa." <clears throat> like, 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 I was hoping she'd be in the chair and just like did a chompa real quick. Like, yeah, just, oh yeah, that would, yeah, that could be cool. And then, and then have have chompa walk by like, nice, yeah. hmm. nice, nice, nice. She, she's been watching doing it, <laughs> man. She's, she's she's been at the school of the catch can. <laughs> See if they threaded it well, Thatcher would have been there with the popcorn. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what like, mean? So, uh, that ought to be. But uh, we do get the uh, I call it the million dollar coronation oh, for LA man. Knight. Uh, you know, he, uh, they cue a video promoting LA Knight. 
He uh, pulls up in a white Corvette, cigar in mouth, makes his way to the ring. Uh, he does go to start the usual shtick, but uh, then cuts a heartfelt promo about growing up on Million Dollar Man and you know wrestling in the backyard and having this figure, all that stuff. Uh, and uh, finally, he, he does get crowned to you know it's an honor to be crowned you know the the new Million Dollar Champ. Uh, but he does quickly turn on Ted DiBiase. But I liked how he did yeah, it because he it said was... you know you don't understand I've learned so much from you is how he kind of preludes it. And he said, now that I have everything I want time to drop the dead weight, boom, nice little snap, nice bump from the million dollar man. Cause I don't I know think, how I long think it's he, been. He, then he worded like, uh, now that I have everything that I want, I don't, I can time to drop uh, everything I don't need. Yeah. I think it's something of that nature. Yeah. Or, yeah so, so what I liked about this is I, um, I just thought as a heel, he was just, uh, Fluffing the ego, yeah, and but you know, really having a little bit of truth, but like eighty percent truth, but like twenty percent just like you know, kissing ass, yeah. So I didn't see the turn coming. I, th- I mean, I he's already did. a heel, so I di- I thought maybe they were gonna try something the next guy, but I guess that's how you take him off TV, right? Yeah, because um, I don't. Yeah, that's very true. I I, I kind of saw but, it. I think when he when he it was right after he coronated him. I said, oh, he didn't do it. Okay, but then he grabbed the mic again and kept talking. And I think that's when I. I you know, and he was like, you really, you know, this is beyond description, man. And I'm like, damn, he's really putting over, like, how special this is. And I'm like, he's either going to nail him with the title or it's something. And then, you know, nice snap, though. Now, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great, yeah, it was a good, uh, I mean, see, so the reason, when I saw him pick up the mic, I thought, because if you notice, he's like, but I want you to, to, to crown me. Yeah. So I thought what was going to happen was, you know, you hear Teddy Biasi kind of say some things, but not personally with his name in it. Yeah. Just talking about the match and just saying that he found somebody like it was all broad mm-hmm. about about the championship. Yeah. So what I thought was gonna happen was Cameron Grimes was gonna come down and say, You know what, Ted? I learned a lot from you too. And what I learned is that money can buy happiness. And I thought he was gonna pay Ted DiBiase to buy the belt from him. Oh. And get the last laugh. That would have been. That probably would have been a little. Uh, well, I won't say better. That would have been interesting though. Because because remember Andre did that. He sold yeah, the that, the was it the world title? Yeah, yeah. That that that's to, to because the, that's what Ted did. Yeah, to to yeah right, or something like that. Yeah. So. so and then I mean I just know I mean it was cool. I mean it, it was a good look for 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 uh, L A. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 I was going to say because yeah because he does nail him. He does declare he's the one and only million dollar champion. Yeah. Uh, and I like how he said. This doesn't belong to you anymore. This is owned and operated by L.A. Knight now. And I was just like, damn, like it's a business. And he does stomp out Ted, but Grimes does make the save. But it took a little bit for him to come out, I will say. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, it, it, you know, I, I'm yeah. interested to see where they go with the belt. I mean, he, like you said, he's, he is the, the new million-dollar champion. That's not just bragging. Yeah. That's just the facts of life. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that DBS took the bump, like the promo, uh <laughs> Barrett's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, but that so little fun. laugh off they started doing, I was like, yo, this has been overdone yeah, on dude. SmackDown. We don't need, I was more like, this, okay, yeah. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt here, yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, we do have uh, a match, it's Raquel and uh, Dakota Kai, they went against Casey and yeah. Kaden. They did cut a promo before talking about wanting more gold and Kai wanting gold in general, uh, before and they kind of call out the tag champs. Before calling it a shot, they're gonna, you know, end up being K- uh, Casey and Caden, which they do. Uh, but I will say, uh, there was a minor confrontation with Shotzi and Moon before they make their entrance. Uh, you know, the faces surprisingly take the fight to the heels early with some new offense. I will say, but at one point, uh, Casey blind tags get a near fall with some new move. It was like a 
silly string head scissors. Yeah, yeah uh, it, well, <laughs> not that it was. It was something she did. They did do that, but there was something she did with a moon salt. Like uh, there was like some tandem move she did with uh, Caden. They were really pulling out the stops. I will say, uh, and then they hit this finish where I think it was like a four fifty. You know, type of combo. Like assisted, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a neckbreaker four fifty. I think is what it was. Kai kicked out clean though, which I thought was crazy. And then Raquel pulls Casey outside, sends the faces into the plexiglass before Kai. She hits the GTK for the win. Uh, I did like the new tandem is offense. It, did she hit? Is it normally? Does she hit it with the legs on the ropes like that? Uh, I don't want to say normally, but she does it. It's like a variation. Sometimes. Yeah, it's a variation okay, okay. she does. Like, but uh, yeah, I mean, and like I said, it was cool tandem offense by both teams. Uh, I do like that Kai and Raquel won. Um, Casey's greenness still kind of shows at times. That was a down for me a little bit. And then I think Kai just takes too much offense in these tag matches, dude. Like, it's insane. Like, I, I get it protecting it's, well, the big person and all well, that, but well, it's see, like. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, why is she? I mean, like, she's great. You know, we I like Dakota Kai. Yeah. I like that she kind of made the great transition to the heel character. I didn't know, you know, some not everyone can actually make the transition. Yeah. And translate and do well as a heel. You know, like like Bailey, that's another good, great one too, right? Yeah. But with her, I was like, okay, this, I could see where this is going. But it's like when you really think about it, I'm like, why is she running Raquel when she's herself has never won a championship outside the tag championships, but she's never been a singles champion? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, like, so when I hear she's taking 450 neck breakers, why is she kicking out? That's what, and that's what's tough because it wasn't too long ago where we believably thought she could have taken the title off EO. And, and, and I remember, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I remember that tag match they had against uh, for the finals. Yeah. For the women's Dusty. Mm-hmm. Dude, she was getting her ass kicked that whole match. That's kind of been like, I've been, even the match with Ember last week. Yeah. She took most of the, uh, the offense. Yeah, and she, that's just become a thing. I don't know if it's because of her size or what, but I don't know what happened from. The girl that, like I said, believably thought that she dropped Raquel and was focused and was going to take the title from now that she's like definitely more sidekick material. I think they're going to start losing to the point where she's going to like jump Raquel, even though I don't know how that's going to be the and and she's like, like I said, I want gold. (laughs) I guess. Did I say, did I do it right? (laughs) Sure. I want gold. I want gold. Team kick, baby. Capcota. Wasn't she going by the uh, the not the, the Kingslayer for a little bit because uh, the up up down down I think with uh, Seth and I think she beat Seth in some game. Oh, did she? Yeah, on, that's and, hilarious. So, yeah, but uh, match announcements come for next week. Uh, we got of course uh, the announcement of uh, Hit Row versus Ever Rise. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> versus Kushida and Adam Cole will be in action as well. Not sure Baby. who yet. He's uh, yet to make his announcement. I'm telling you, it's going to be Leon Ref. Yeah. Uh, in his home stun in this review, we do have an in-ring promo from oh, uh, watch Io Shirai. Watch it's Roddy comes back. That'd be interesting. Or Bobby Fish. Who knows? Oh, Bobby Fish would be actually out oh, there. Yeah. Uh, but Io Shirai, in-ring promo, she announces the return, says she feels good, goes to name her next target, but LeRae interrupts. Uh, Candice tells Io, you know, last time you were the unbeatable and I wasn't a champion, now I'm a champion and you've been beat, you go to the back of the line. I like the logic, to be honest with you. Uh, but Indy attacks her from behind. Uh, Io fights her off with a fent kick. I said that because you told me to last week. No 619s on this show. <laughs> but uh, LeRae uh, regains control, beats her down. Uh, LeRae... 
basically they get her to the floor and she orders Indy to hit a springboard elbow through the table when Zoe Yo, Stark. I was so ready, ready for that. I was. Because the last one was dope when they won the titles. But then when you find out what's up with that table later in the show, you're like, ooh, that might have just Yeah, that, that might not have worked, yeah. I mean, can you imagine, but, uh, can you imagine uh, uh, Shane McMahon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir, man. Oh. But uh, Zoe Stark runs down and makes the save because yeah. she has lots of friends, guys. Yep. Uh, EO and Zoe chase off the heels and uh, Shirai thanks her for the save. It's just kind of weird because, like, it's, you know, it's like hearing she teamed with Saray just two days ago in the opening match against the Robert Stone brand, which is what uh, Frankie Monet was talking to them about or earlier. You know what I mean? So oh. it just seems like. Wow, you got a lot of friends and a lot of people you tag with. Like it's kind of weird. But for but for she me does, not seeing you hang out with none of them. But she, I mean, she had a she had the match with EO, but it just feels but, a while ago. See, I'm saying outside. You know, because yeah. we used to see uh, who was it? EO and was it Oscar, or was it EO and Kyrie? Uh, I think it was Kyrie. You know, first. we used to actually they used to show us. You know. Outside the the, the yeah, ring, yeah, like they kick right. it. Yeah, 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 for real. I don't man. believe you. You need more people. <laughs> uh, let's see. After this, we do uh, Diamond Mine. Opens next week, guys. Uh, oh, we, re- okay. I missed yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. And then this is weird. So we get a we get queued to the parking lot for Regal and Joe, and it's immediately a hard cut to some interaction between Thatcher, Champa, and MSK and Popcorn. Uh, then we get re-queued to an interview of Regal and Joe uh, when they're asked about how night one's going. And they go to answer, but the way interrupt with Joe chants. Um, Gargano command, uh, commends Joe's arrival, but insults Regal before Joe tells him to leave. Uh, Dunn walks in and shares a stare-off with the uh, with Joe as Regal asks him to refrain, basically. And this takes us to the main event. It's a tornado tag. Thatcher and Champa are going against the grizzled young veterans. Is that Did I do good? Yeah, I was... I was it sure. Was, it was. It was all right. It, it was suffice. It was a tornado tag, though. All four men are legal. No countouts. Yeah, no this DQ, was a pinfall or submission. It makes only. you miss them old Texas tornado match, it don't really it? Like, did. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. As a kid, that was probably one of my favorite. Like even back in the war zone. Yep. Video games, like when shit was good, but it wasn't. It was whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the graphics were so horrible. Definitely, man. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like I thought, I, it, this took me back. I very much enjoyed the offense, the savagery of it. The, yeah. Uh, the grizzled vets taking on, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say they had uh, my ups are great tandem offense per usual from GYV. Um, there was a point too we see Champa slapping Thatcher. It to me reminiscent of Brody and, and Eric Rowan all day for sure. Um, and then uh, at one point though. I mean, there was good action because, like, we see the suicide dive deadly device to the floor on Champa. Yep. Um, we do see the powerbomb backstabber, but Champa makes a save. So I saw that. I was like, that's Loki Champa's move. Yeah. And <laughs> Champa does an uh, individual version of that. Right. And then, you know, at one point, we do see an avalanche air raid for two. And what got me was that he legit kicked out clean. Yeah, he did. That was a down for me. And, and, and with no, no help. No, not only that, yeah, because you had Thatcher actually, like you said before, he had the front face lock. Yeah, and they, they could have done it. Yo, he was not. Spr- he was. Sp- he tried to grab. He's like sprawl. Yep. Yeah. Sprawl. He was trying to blitz Thigh- him bad. Yeah. See his thighs, bro. I ain't moving, bro. Seriously, we do see uh, Champa get put through the announce panel, which was kind of weird with like a, a back suplex, and then Champa c- comes back, air raid siren, and on Gibson on top of the announce table, no give, and then uh, we see the faces hit a assisted fairy tale ending, and then a 
Fujiwara ankle lock uh, combo for the win. It was kind of weird to me because I was like, well, why is he doing Thatcher's finish and he's doing the ankle lock? Like you could have easily done like a he could have done the 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 the, the bridging Fujiwara because that used to be his old finish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I haven't seen him do it though. Yeah, like, like so, maybe it's too flashy for his character. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't do no fr- flippity floops. Yeah. And the only down I had too. <laughs> He's old man chomping now. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, very true. Flippity, yeah, very true. Was uh, they went? Dudes. I was watching this live on TV. They went to picture in picture four minutes before it went off the air, and That's I thought that horrible. that was so stupid. You know, so that was she, the only you do with the first the first four minutes of the match. Yeah, if you have to. Yeah, seriously, you Jeez. know. So, but uh, at this uh, the show comes to an end. We see Regal and Samoa Joe in the parking lot, maybe trying to get the original shot they were going for. Uh, Regal's asked about Joe's first night on the job. He says things are going to be a little different around here. Joe says it's night one of many, and then Regal just leaves an SUV to end the show. And that was NXT this week for y'all. So here's the swerve. Ooh. Swerve prediction here. Oh, okay, hero. Hero. What if Samoa Joe comes back in the match against Adam Cole next week? I mean, I don't know, man. You mean you talking about Kyle versus No. Oh, oh, oh. You know go... how you know how Kyle yeah. he got the pick. Oh, Kushida? I see what you're saying because what if Adam it... Cole wakes up and he's like, I want Samoa Joe. That could that that, bay, might, bay. that might be a swerve. That, it might be a thing where he because he said he can't compete. But I see why he would call him out since he choked him out. And remember, and, and, and what if he pushes him? And yeah. what if he calls him out to the ring? And he pushes him. He's like, "Well, since we're in the ring, you provoked me." Ah, punches in the corner. Ah. Yeah, it just sucks that he's just got to stick with the cocaine clutch because there's no way they're gonna let him do the muscle buster. He's he hasn't done it ever and on WWE TV. He's done it on the top rope, I think. He's done it to to Finn. But remember, after he he hurt Tyson, really? he yeah, couldn't was, do it no more. I could have swore that, that uh, he, he had hurt Tyson. Yeah, I remember that. But off the top, though, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like he's done like a, like a fish more of a fisherman buster off the top. Yeah, rather than the actual like because he's heard, done it to Nakamura. Did he? Yeah. Because I was gonna say I, I remember hearing about the Tyson thing, and I thought that's what said that okay, you're not using it on TV because he did it in a dark match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like right before he debuted. I think for the Seth. Rollins, Triple oh, H oh, this is so. Line. This is a dark match before he goes up the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but uh, I, I guess I believe you. Talking about main <laughs> roster, though, we do have a main roster pay per view this week. We got um, papes. Yeah, man. This Sunday, it's a uh, hell in a cell. Let, let, let's run through it, man, because they've been trying like hell to yeah. to get us hyped for it. And I am hyped for care. the. Well, I don't. I mean, like you know, I, I it's it. it's really weird that they're uh, hell in a cell is usually what December. Yeah, it's weird that they, but I think because they're doing something else, like they're flipping it. Because yeah, I mean, I think it's it was a, it's September a super Oct- show, super showdown or actually, something. Actually, I think it was September, October was on the show because that's when Jimmy went against Roman. No, yeah, October for yeah because of yeah. Uh, you're right. TLC is usually uh, and in I December. think I think yeah. it was I think No Mercy was in October, so they must have swapped them or whatever. No, it used to be Hell in a Cell because of the whole Halloween thing. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, but uh, we got Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. I'm gonna just go Alexa Bliss. Um, I, I I've heard about things going on. I haven't been really watching. Um, for shits and gigs, yeah. For shits and gigs, right? Yeah. I'm just gonna go for Shayna. Just all right. Just Alexa and Shayna, and that's the end of that. I mean, not that I really see it, but it's like they got her looking all kinds of like. Yeah. She's frail right now. Yeah. Uh, we have Bianca Belair defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Bayley. Singles match. I'm going Bianca. I, I'm 
it's hard to not think it would be Bianca. I mean, it'd be weird to think that her reign would be done after only yeah. her first defense, right? I, I agree. Or did she have a defense? Uh, I think it was Bailey, and then she used her hair. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So. so it's the same program. Exactly. Uh, then we have uh, one of the first uh, title matches. We have the uh, not Universal, the I guess WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley with MVP going against Drew McIntyre. Last chance Hell in a Cell match for the title. I'm just gonna say Lashley. Lashley. Because Lashley. Like, I think it's just one of those things where. Uh, McIntyre could really use doing something else, especially heading towards uh, SummerSlam. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. I'm going Lashley, man. All right. I mean, that's just, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't don't know know about nothing else, man. Boom. (laughs) Boom. 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 <laughs> if you know, you know, man. Yeah. But uh yeah, we do have a uh the raw women's championship <laughs> match. Hey <laughs> Riddle, you good over there? Yeah, I just had to hit it one time. <laughs> uh women's a raw women's title match. It is Charlotte Flair taking on Rhea Ripley. I'm just gonna say Flair's winning, man. I think Charlotte's gonna take it. I got her. Um I'll go Charlotte as well. Cause I just don't know what else is going on right now. I don't know nothing, man. <laughs> and then finally, we have. Oh, uh, that, oh you know what? But Rhea. Now, now, put me down for Rhea because uh, I thought there was. I don't know why I thought there was like an icy title match or some shit on this on this jank. I don't know. I mean, I it looks like it's just five. Am I wrong? It's just crazy. I'm looking on Wikipedia, which is crazy. We ain't even got no tag title matches. I, it might be an opener. I know. Oh, wait. I know. Yeah. The War Raiders just won the number one contendership against AJ and uh, Almas, but I don't know if that's something that, that's like set in stone, like uh, a date. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Are you, are you looking at a list right now or no? No, I'm just, I mean, uh, unfortunately remembering Raw because I had to watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that happened. Jar of Preserves? Jar of Preserves, my friend. Let me see. I'm looking right now just to double check. Match card. Match. Yeah, it's just a five so far. So that brings us to, uh, and maybe if it gets something gets added, we'll, we'll see if we can, you know, display that maybe on the Instagram side. But we have the uh, Universal Championship match, Hell in a Cell. Roman. Rey Mysterio, of course, versus Roman Tribal Reigns, Chief. Tribal Chief. And I'm just going to lock that in for double. Can you imagine if they had him lose against Rey Mysterio? Wait, because he's a, he's a tag champ, right? Rey Mysterio? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's why there's no tag championship. I, it's weird there wouldn't be an IC title match, though, because I know they've been mixing it up lately, right, with Big E and Cruz and Zayn. Yeah, they, they've and, been doing this this little four, you know, quartet little, Yeah. What I don't know how you want to call it. You know what I mean? They've just been kind of bouncing around. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you would think they would have added to the pre-show. Maybe that or the Raw tag championship will be added to the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess for the sake of it. Um, I'm gonna go uh, for Raw. I would think the champions won. I'm gonna. I would go. I'm gonna go for the uh, War Raiders. All right, well, just for the if if you yeah, know if just if okay. So I'll put um, you down for the Raiders. I put it. I want to say AJ and Almas. The only thing like I would want to put down a vote for the IC, but I don't know in what capacity it might be in. Yeah, because for me, I think it might change, but I don't know. I can't pick who. 
Because if it's a singles, yeah, yeah. But if it's a triple threat, who or, else has been involved? Uh, Biggie. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? We haven't seen Biggie since the Alistair thing, so I don't know. Maybe. Well, I heard he was on SmackDown last week getting. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there was like a six-man tag. Well, he had a tag match. It was um him and Kevin Owens versus uh oh yeah Apollo and Sammy. Shit, I wonder if Kevin Owens will be mixed. Because to me, I feel like if the IC title is on the line for, in some capacity, I. I be remiss if I didn't vote for KO or Zayn in some capacity. But I don't know who else would be attached to that. Same it, thing. it would just be those four. Biggie, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. But again, we don't. it could just not even be all four. You know, it could yeah. just be three. Maybe the guy you pick ain't even in it. Yeah, very true. Yeah, we'll just so we'll just go with the Raw for now. Yeah, I mean, we're probably going to have to wait for later tonight when uh, SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Unless they're going to have a WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> <laughs> or Hell in a Cell weekend championship match, except its own SmackDown, but mm-hmm. you get it for free. Yeah, it's TV. You jerk. Let's see. AJ Ellis and then Raiders. Okay, cool. Well, the good thing is we have enough different answers. That, that's should that's be more. I know we just tied this weekend. I mean, you know. If, Keep if it's, it in the bloodline. If, it, if it's if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. I kind of wanted to differentiate uh, our answers to kind of get a more yeah definitive. Uh, Very, yeah. Yeah, a little very variety bag. Since Mark is scared to make his predictions. He's a safe better. <laughs> yeah, he is. Ah, oh, man, Hell in a Cell going down this weekend. That will be crazy. We'll see what's up. Because, uh, I mean, last year was really good. Jimmy's back this year. Um, I don't know, but it's Yeah, weird, I'm interested so. to see how that's going to go. I think that's yeah. where my most of my focus is at. Obviously, I want to see Bobby retain. Yeah, I kind of feel like I don't even really care about Bobby and, and McIntyre. Like, like, Rey Mysterio, I think it's going to – I mean – I was already thinking he would have been a good story for uh, Roman when I found out they were doing the tag match against the Usos just because yeah. of the whole family thing. Yeah. But I didn't realize they were going to you know speed it up this quickly. And, dude, the you way know, he just fucking I think jackknifed Kofi, his son out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I think yeah, that's one way to hotshot it, right? Yeah. But you I know think I mean? uh, Kofi might get involved in that Hell in a Cell match. Mm. Because I, I, I know MVP been trying to split him off from New Day and well I know he, he you know he, he got that talk, shit with Drew you know what I mean yeah not that's too long true ago, so but, but he actually hollered at uh, Kofi with uh, Xavier a couple times together yeah. too so I don't know we'll see yeah I mean hopefully Cedric, Cedric getting buried so <laughs> you know what I mean like I heard I heard uh, Jeff Hardy lost a match I don't yeah, know who dude, it was against I don't remember no he 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 basically was like I'm gonna. This is a retirement match right here. Yeah, right now. yeah. And I heard what's going on with that is that Vince is trying to throw last minute steps on matches to keep things like entertaining. That's and I'm stupid. just to, to heighten the stakes. I'm if like, they're gonna do that, then they should let people pick. Like, hey, uh, can this match be a twenty four? Yeah, because is it goes? bad for me that when I heard that, I was like, I hope Cedric won because it'd be cool if Jeff just got to go to AEW and he could leave. Like, I was like, why would he? Who wants to be on this boat right now, man? This boat is horrible. Like shit. Yeah, I feel bad. It's like you sold half of the man. And, and you got you got and... you got Drew still saying like, and I like Drew, but he's like, yeah, I still uh, I still have hopes of uh, holding the title in front of the light crowd. Like I'm I'm still not letting go of my moment. I'm like I feel you, bro. Yeah, but, you but they but they they pushing you too much right now. You yeah. need to disappear. Yeah, he's Just, getting he's, he's he's getting on some Moxley territory right now, mm. or he needs to do something different than go Ooh, after that he title. Said, go have a kid. Yeah, that's what he nah. No, <laughs> But said, uh, go, go do some barbed wire shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, th- uh, that was this week in wrestling, man. Wait, and, you mean uh, that Ricochet doesn't have a, 
a, a championship match against yeah, the up? US what's title? Up? Yeah, what's up? I don't know, that? man. They keep doing this Umberto shit, and I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I yeah, even ask. it's like Umberto and Ricochet keep doing the shame and shit. So I don't know, mm. but that's it, man. Um, appreciate y'all again. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, told y'all, warned y'all. Yeah, what it was. What Disclaimer. It, yeah, a lot of baggage, uh-huh. if you will, but. That is the wrestling for the week. Um, it ain't our fault. We don't book these events. We just comment on them and uh, allow you guys an open forum to do the same. This is a safe space here mm-hmm. at the Quincy Jones Show. And uh, thank you, as always, for following us. And if you're not already, do so. Stay updated with everything that we got going on over here in the brand as we continue to grow. And that is at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, the Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Also, check us out everywhere you go to get your podcast. That is iHeartRadio, Spotify, that is uh, iTunes, that is CastBox, and of course, that is the good people and the good folks working that True100Radio.com, man. And of course, yeah. check out your boy, Quincy Jones. Go, I told y'all, summer is coming, man. Get acquainted. Look me up on Spotify, Quincy Jones. Go. And uh, yes, sir. if you want to get a, a more recent introduction, I suggest you head on over to Doc Lesnar's This Is Awesome Project, check out that, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, Strong Style and Profile and Remix. Yes, sir. Maybe try that world's greatest tag team because I tell you what, man, like you, you already said it, the good folks over at True 100, I just got a uh, really dope review, a five-star classic is what they're calling it. This That's is awesome. Man. The EP. Y'all heard the commercial. We 18K right now. We creeping up Baby. on 20. 20,000 doesn't want it, but I'm telling you, I'm going to do something real special for y'all because the merch is rolling in. We uh, just got the physical copies of the yes, albums sir. in today. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I got pins coming. I got I got some big things coming for y'all. We're going to get a really dope giveaway together through the podcast for the fans, for all my Lesnar maniacs, brother. I'm telling y'all, in the meantime, check me out on every single digital platform. You like to go on to stream your favorite artists, man. I'm talking iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal. I'm talking Pandora. I'm talking Amazon. I'm talking everywhere you stream your favorite music. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. There I are with five-star bars every single time. And if you want, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram. You can follow me, of course, at Doc underscore KJS pod for all things Quincy Jones show Yo. and follow your boy. I think it's uh I'm Doc Lesnar. There it is on Twitter and Facebook. And in the meantime, if you guys don't already know, and if you don't know now, you know I got three words for you. Yo. Top guys out. <laughs>